Today's podcast is sponsored by Jack Frost Big Boulder Ski Areas, where the snow comes first. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And today is Wednesday, January 15th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia police found a man's body dumped in a trash can and officers were led to the scene after a teen reported the gruesome discovery to school officials on Tuesday. Officials say that the teen girl, whose sources identify as the victim's ex-girlfriend, told school officials about a body in a trash can at 6th and Rockland Street in Olney. We were notified by an official from a school that there was a child reporting that uh, sometime around Christmas break or slightly after Christmas, she was aware of a homicide that occurred, said Acting Police Commissioner Christine Coulter. I'm sure she has information as to who was with her at the time. Apparently, she was a witness to the homicide. Uh, The teen may have played a role in getting the victim to arrive at the scene. A source says that the teen told police her current boyfriend and his friends beat and stabbed the victim to death. Sources also say the suspect stabbed another man, but he played dead and was able to get away. Wow. Yeah, two people were questioned by Philadelphia detectives Tuesday night, but no arrests have been made. Anyone with information, uh, they're asking that you contact police. Penn State football coach James Franklin and several players have been named in a federal lawsuit filed by a former player, which includes allegations of hazing and then retaliation after it was reported. The player, Isaiah Humphreys, alleges in the complaint that he was subject to a physical restraint, <clears throat> simulation of sexual acts and uh, threats from other players. I'm going to Sandusky you, apparently, was said to him. Jerry Sandusky, a former Penn State coach, is serving a prison sentence after his conviction on child sex abuse charges in 2012. Former teammates uh, Damian Barber, Micah Parsons, Uter Gross Mateos, and Jesse Lucada uh, were named in the lawsuit, <clears throat> which was filed in U.S. Middle District Court on Monday. Humphreys claims that the four players collectively orchestrated, participated in, and facilitated a campaign to harass and haze lower classmen of the Penn State football team, which served as a form of initiation into the program. Humphreys details several incidents, including lower classmen being overpowered and wrestled to the ground by the hazers, while one of them would place their genitals in the face of the lower classmen. The lawsuit also claims that the hazers would put their... That all jet- seems above board. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and who goes, I'll do it. I'll yeah, put, I'll put sure. my balls yeah, in yeah. his face. Yeah, Listen, my be- balls hang especially low. I'll do it. Yeah. The lawsuit also claims <laughs> the hazers would put their genitals on the bodies of the lower classmen while naked in the locker room shower. I also read uh, fondling themselves, too. Uh, simulating, you know, uh, pleasuring yeah, themselves yes. as well. So yep. how that. we do that? I mean, come on. Yeah, it's just That's to get how we start the, the day. Instead of a prayer circle. It's not really hazing when we do it. There's no, no, no. no. It's, yeah. it, what it is for, is more good a, radio. Yeah, yeah, prayer circle. And you know, it's it's funny because some people will see this as, as uh, you know, just a tradition and standard procedure, you know, but, you know... These things can go away, and you can still play football just fine. You can absolutely play football. And, of course, uh, you know, there's that Sandusky thing there that they have to. I'm uh, going to Sandusky yeah. you. Oh I'm, I'm sure they yeah. love hearing yeah. that over at Penn so, State. Wow. Is it still, like, okay to be proud that you went to Penn State, like, after all of this? No. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, absolutely. There's all sorts of reasons. It's just think, that, that's that's a blemish. I think James certainly. Franklin helped uh, make people proud again. I mean, the guy yeah. was known as a really good guy. He's a worldly known good guy before yeah. this, and, and he really helped turn the program around, and so people were proud of James Franklin and what he'd done for the football program in light of Sandusky and Paterno and everything that happened 
there before this. that, and then this happens, and it's just another black eye. So the lawsuit claims that Humphreys and his father, Leonard, a former Penn State and NFL football player, reported the hazing to uh, Coach Flank- Franklin and other members of the coaching staff, but nothing was done. Humphreys then alleges that he was subject to retaliation. He said that his athletic performance was unfairly scrutinized. He was made to participate in drills designed to ensure his failure, and then uh, that losing performance in the drills would be used to deny him the opportunity to play games. Uh, the lawsuit goes on to allege that the coaching staff knew about the hazing and on multiple occasions observed it. Philadelphia International Airport is beginning a 45-day pilot program of biometric screenings. Starting on January 21st, travelers will find machines at gates A, 15, 16, and 17 for select outbound international flights on Qatar, British Airways, Luf, uh, Lufthansa, Lufthansa. And, and American Airlines. Uh, the screening process involves a facial scan cross-checked with photos already on file. Passengers who do not want to participate in the facial comparison can contact Custom Border Protection or an airport representative for an alternate approach. The pilot program will test three different systems to determine which one will be used for full implementation. U.S. Customs and Border Protection has been mandated by federal law to use the biometric exit screenings for foreign nationals, excluding Canadian citizens. I hope they use the one created by Snapchat because you get to pick a filter. <laughs> oh, really and cool. it makes you look yeah. so much better. It really does. Old dog nose. The entire <laughs> look, I'm a reindeer. The entire process, including testing, analysis, and installation, could take up to one year. In sports this morning... <laughs> Both the Sixers and the Flyers were off last night. The Sixers, who have lost two straight and fall down to sixth place uh, in the Eastern Conference, return home to face the Brooklyn Nets. Tip-off is scheduled for 7 o'clock. The Flyers are on the road and will face the Stanley Cup champs, the St. Louis Blues. The Blues have won four straight games and have the best record in the Western Conference with 30 wins and 67 points. The puck is set to drop at 8 o'clock, and the uh, the game will be broadcast here on WMMR. In baseball news, Alex Cora is out as the Boston Red Sox manager. Cora, who won the World Series in 2018 in his debut as manager, but has been linked this offseason to two sign-stealing schemes, has mutually agreed to part ways with the team. He led the Red Sox past Los Angeles Dodgers in five games in 2018, one year after he won the World Series as the Astros bench coach. Cora is still awaiting discipline from Major League Baseball for his role in a sign-stealing scheme by the Astros and is still under investigation for a different sign-stealing scheme that allegedly occurred (laughs) with the Red Sox in 2018. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. And thank you, Casey, for my fresh cup of Dunkin' here. He always gives me a nice... Isn't that sweet of him? Uh, He's very sweet. I see him in the the Dunkin' Cafe that we have now Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. building uh, working on your stuff. And then I get to watch you... Drink it in my favorite Casey mug. Yes, it does. I have it. Casey's license. I created it so it's positioned to face you guys. When uh, when I take a sip and I hold it with my right hand, you can see Casey's wonderful shot from his uh, from his uh, license. Get you on QVC (laughs) to sell those. You know, I think it's a very wonderful mug, and it makes me laugh. We're talking to Katie in Ohio. (laughs) I would. I wonder if I could do fifteen minutes just on course, and just explain it. I'm just selling it. but you know, minutes. Ed, what it means to me is 
the joy of life. And to start every morning off with a bit of job, and Lord knows we all need it, but a laugh. What a great way to frame your day. Isn't that what Brett Hamilton does now? Uh, he does do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's doing the tech stuff. He's yeah, doing yeah. tech stuff, not okay. yeah. a ceramic mug. Right, I see the difference. Yeah. face on it. Well, anyhow, uh, we're set for a full program today. We have, uh, we have guests, we got money, we got prizes, we got it all, man. So I'm going to start by letting you know that, yes, we do have $1,000 with the Easy Money promotion, and that's coming up at 8 a.m. So we'll give you the word and the numbers you need to and, and the, the websites, however you want to enter in, but a chance for you to win some cash. Uh, we are going to go live on Fox Good Day, so we'll do that slightly before we get to the Easy Money contest. That's a regular Wednesday morning thing, as is a secret text word. So today, we have a pair of tickets to see live Thursday, February 20th at the Excite Center at the Parks Casino. It is sold out. So text the word secret to 39333. We will send a word back to you. Later on, we'll ask you to call in with that word. The designated caller wins those tickets. And if you can't call in, don't worry about it. We're going to grab a random texter as well. So we have that happening. Also, another chance to win $500 if you watched Dr. Oz yesterday. That's going to be around 930, a question about yesterday's show. And then we'll get set to do that again tomorrow and so on and so on. Guest-wise on the program, around 9 o'clock, comedian Nick Thune will be here. Nick is great. He is. Uh, he is performing <clears throat> at uh, Sad Music. What is this? The, the oh, name World of his Cafe. tour. Okay, the yeah. World Cafe is where he's performing. So the name of his tour is Sad Music, Sad Comedy with Damian Gerardo. Uh, and so that's at the World Cafe tonight at 8 o'clock. Uh, before that, Todd Glass is stopping him. The Todd Glass? The Todd Glass. How do we get this? He will be at Helium uh, tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday, and he wants to do this thing. So we're going to do it. Todd always has some kind of request, and that's fine. He's oh, no, friend. there were a couple of requests. I was like, why are you making this so difficult, Todd? Just come in here and, and promote your shows on this weekend. And- yes. Yeah. Sometimes he wants some stuff, and so for some reason... We've accommodated. He wants to have this hydration IV put in. I kid you not. I mean, yeah, a yeah. needle stuck into his vein in his arm to hydrate him. I don't know why. Casey just said we're doing it. I'm like, all right, I'm game, whatever, man. I know why. Why? He wants to get it but doesn't want to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're kidding. It's got to be it, right? Of course that's it. Yeah. All right, so it's from City Hydration uh, Services, and their website is cityhydration.com, and they have a variety of these hydration <sighs> services they can do. They do hangover relief. They have something called the Wonder Woman Todd probably will yeah. get that. I'm <laughs> sure. Know. Cold and flu. Uh, and they're just bringing this in for Todd? Jet lag yeah. and fatigue, health maintenance and energy, standard hydration, blah, blah, blah. So we'll find out what this is all about. I think it's kind of a uh, a treatment du jour right now. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's very trendy. And I was looking at the menu, Preston. There's a lot of interesting stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't realize they had so many different versions. Of, I always, I've been hearing the B12 stuff after uh, you have a hangover, you know? Yeah, but there's B-complex, magnesium, uh, Toradol, and Zofran. And, hummus. Uh, hummus. Hummus? Yeah. No way. Not only Weird. do they put that in your butt, they put that huh. in as an IV. Well, it's great. It's a lot of work to eat. How hummus. thick is that um, that needle? It's yeah. big. It's about the size of a garden. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right, anyway, so we're doing that with Todd. Todd's going to be by in the 8 o'clock hour. So if you've always been curious about these hydration things, we'll cover that on the air today with sure. a comedian, which is what you normally do. So. <laughs> I don't get it, but nonetheless, uh, there are things about Todd we've never gotten. So he'll be here this morning in the 8 o'clock hour. So those things and more are taking place. Oh, and uh, 
Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, nominations come down today. Yes. Uh, a little bit after 8 o'clock, so maybe we'll explore those when we get to music news time, which will be around when Nick Thune... Well, no, it'll be after Nick Thune. Yeah. But anyway, we'll reveal, we'll roll that stuff Good out. chance to be pissed off. Yep, so yeah. that's it. Uh, we'll come back in just a moment. We'll get to the stupid question and the entertainment report I have set aside for you, so let's do that together. We'll be right back. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, thank you to Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. Keep listening to the Preston and Steve Show to find out when we're headed back to Jack Frost Mountain for the 14th annual Cardboard Classic. And visit JFBB.com anytime for conditions and to view their live webcam. JFBB, where the snow comes first. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so the Stupid Question Prize this morning is a four-pack of tickets for the worst-case scenario survival experience. And speaking of survival, I'm going to do a question about um, uh, koalas. Yes. And, uh, you know, you're seeing all those pictures and videos of uh, the fires in Australia. And, Heart and the wildlife, it is terrible. Uh, but we're going to do a question about uh, koalas. Let's go with this. What plant leaves form the majority of the koala's diet? You probably know this, 215-263-WMMR. What plants, leaves, leaves, excuse me, okay, form the majority of the koala's diet? Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Call, call now. We're going to go through some birthdays today. Sorry. Oh, excuse me. It is, it's going around. Uh, January 15th, birthdays include Adam Jones, guitars for the band Tool. And he is uh, celebrating his 55th birthday. They are currently on tour. And, uh, tool was a Jeopardy question last night, yeah, Preston. No way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll cover a little bit of the Jeopardy stuff in a moment, but do you remember what the question was? Do you remember what it was, Nick? It was uh, Maynard James Keenan is the yeah. lead singer for this band who uh, had been on hiatus for a certain amount of time and oh. were back with the number one hit in 2019. It was uh, The category was The Boys Are Back. The Boys Are Back, yeah. yeah and so yeah. Uh, tool, tool is back as a band, and, and right. yeah. Pretty straight ahead. Adam Jones is uh, 55 today, as I said. Also celebrating a birthday, and we're very happy that we've we've met this gal. She was so awesome in the program Watchmen, Regina King. Yeah. Uh, celebrates her 49th birthday today. If there was a way, uh, you know, it's hard now because she's got such a mechanism behind her. Her star has risen so much. Yeah. That now there's layers of people between her. Yeah. But she, we, we would call her. We called her on a, the, the Black Listener Party. Asked her to call him one time, right. and she did. You're right. I forgot uh, about you know, that. You know, we had a, a good uh, a good deal going. But she's phenomenal. Phenomenal <laughs> in that series. Plays this uh, uh, character called Sister Knight. She's the focus of the series. She is the focus of the series, and it is awesome. It's very, very intense. Yes. And it's uh, you need to have an idea of the source material, I think, to get some enjoyment out of it. Uh, but she was great in it, and I think she won a Critics' Choice Award uh, the other day. She did, yeah. Uh, but uh, Boys in the Hood, uh, she's been in a lot of great movies. Southside. Throughout the years, yes. Yeah. 227? So uh, 49. <laughs> she was on 227? Wasn't she the daughter in 227? That's the rumor. Yeah. Was she really? <laughs> okay. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Wow. Okay. Happy birthday to her. Uh, Chad Lowe, actor, ex-husband of Hillary Swank. Is uh, 52. I really don't know much about his career. He's a good actor. He's been in a couple of different shows. I, I remember him getting kind of a raw deal, though, like years after he had beaten the booze. Yeah. Hillary Shrank bought it up in a, uh, yeah. And then, like, out of the blue, like, what? what? Yeah. Like, it's not your job to tell people that. Uh, so he's 52. Then uh, Mario Van Peebles. Wow. Uh, New Jack City, yeah. Ali. 
Heartbreak Ridge. One of our favorites, oh, Preston. Guilty Pleasures it with is, Clint Eastwood. It's, it's a great bad movie. It's it is. terrible. It is. It is. Yeah. But I love on, it. On every level. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, about the, the fighting got thick in Grenada. Well, it's the only thing they can put I together know. for the uh, movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more a character study of, you know, uh, 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 Eastwood's gruffest character ever, mm-hmm. I'd have to say. Yeah, and it's just the the, the scenarios are ridiculous in it, but nonetheless, I <laughs> Gruffer still... Gruffer than Gran Torino? Love it. He growled in that, that he's whole pretty, movie. He's pretty growly. He's pretty growly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he's 63 today. Uh, Andrea Martin, Steve, one of your favorites from SCTV. So freaking funny. If you ever get a chance to go back and look at those old SCTV shows, I don't know where, maybe there's collections, there probably are, but her her multitude of characters, mm-hmm. uh, so damn funny. And she was one of the standout characters in uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yeah. Uh, she was the aunt to uh, the main character. I, I love the whole thing. She's like, what do you mean? He's vegetarian. What do you mean you don't eat meat? And then she goes, it's okay. I'll make lamb. <laughs> and when I saw uh, Young Frankenstein on Broadway, Preston, she was playing Frau Brooker. Oh, no oh, kidding. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Oh, she must have been great. She was great. Yeah. Perfect. She is uh, 73 today. Lisa, Lisa. Of Lisa, Lisa, and, and the cult, cult jam. jam. Her name is Lisa Velez, and busty, says, wasn't she? Uh, very busty, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, very, very pretty. Uh, she is uh, fifty-three. It says you're disputed. <laughs> so I did the math, and I went back, and I found out when the song "Head to Toe." I remember that song was released, and that would have been nineteen eighty-seven. I would have been. 18 years old, 19 years old, one of the two. And is that so your jam? She's a year older than me, so maybe she's a couple of years. Uh, her, no, it's not my jam. <laughs> I did like it, though. <laughs> Hit the beat now. Yeah. Ooh, baby, I think I love you. From head, head to toe. To toe. <laughs> head to toe. I know. Uh, so there's your. What else did she do? Musical moment. Uh, Begs I, for food. They had like one other hit that I. Toad ahead. That I know that's out there, but oh. I can't remember the title of it. Uh, All cried out. Boom. All oh. cried out. Wow. All right. Lost in emotion. Oh, lost in emotion. Lost in emotion. That's, that's the other one that I remember. Yep. So we she's... don't have any of those songs. You believe this? I think that's by. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Intent. <laughs> yeah, I actually do believe it. 53 today. And the last birthday is uh, Eddie Cahill. Uh, oh. He was on CSI NY, but in the movie Miracle, he played uh, Jim Craig. Oh, uh, the great really good. Uh, yeah. goaltender. Yeah. He was on Friends for a stretch, too. He was Rachel's, uh, he was Tag. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, he was Rachel's boyfriend. By the way, in that movie Miracle, he, on, on the team, he's pretty much the only actor. Oh, that's right. The rest of them were all hockey yeah. players. And they did great. Was it the awesome. same in the in the movie besides Hoosiers. the yeah Hoosiers? They were all. If you go back and you look at the cast of Hoosiers, yeah, not one of those basketball guys, the 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 kids that actually played the, the team, went on to do any other acting. Maybe one role here and there, mm-hmm. but I went back and I checked all of those actors, and that's all they did. They were just they were basketball players. The same thing in the Fast and Furious Six. Not one of them an no. actor. <laughs> I mean Vin yeah. Diesel. Who never nothing. heard of that guy? Yeah. Uh, no, but, uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting that they, uh, um, that they, they cast these guys that could really play hockey and they tried them out in acting and they did great. Yeah. Because you really need to be able to bring it on the ice, you know, and, and, uh, be convincing and, uh, it, uh it's a great movie. Oh, and, uh, Nick found one more birthday. Bernard Hopkins, the oh. executioner celebrates his birthday today. What a nice guy who could kill you. Uh, yeah. Super nice guy. 
Uh, he's 55 today, Nick? Yeah. Okay, so a happy birthday to uh, local fella Bernard the Executioner Hopkins. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, it's about koalas and uh, what plant leaves uh, forms the majority of the plant's leaves, I should say, forms the majority of the koala's diet. 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Cyrus. Hey, Cyrus. Good morning. Good morning. What plant leaves are we speaking of, sir? That's going to be eucalyptus leaves. Sir. That is correct. Yeah. The eucalyptus leaves. They say those are the ones that are exacerbating the firefighting issues, Preston, because they're li- the liquid inside of them is very flammable. Oh, no yeah. kidding. All right, Cyrus, hang on the line. We're going to give you a four-pack of tickets for worst-case scenario survival experience now open at the Franklin Institute. Jump, play, and climb in this kid-friendly experience. And build your survival smarts. You can get tickets today at fi.edu. Real quick, is it Cyrus that says, can you dig it? Can you dig it? Cyrus is the one who got shot in the beginning of the Warriors. But yeah, can you dig it? I had it somewhere, and I don't know where it is. Can you count suckers? (laughs) All right, so Meghan Markle did not participate in the so-called Sandringham Summit that addressed her... Prince Harry and their baby Archie's future in the royal family. I thought she was on the phone. According to multiple reports. No, they actually, uh, Kathy, they all hopped on Xbox and played Fortnite together. <laughs> uh, Kath, I I don't know. I, I didn't hear anything. She definitely wasn't there physically. But no, I, I, I heard didn't hear that about the phone. she was in Canada and that oh. she was going to participate over the phone. Uh, and then I heard that they actually decided that it was not necessary that for she... her to be a part of it. Uh-huh. So there's, there's different stories. Uh, Harry met with uh, Queen Elizabeth, uh, Prince Charles, and his brother Prince William at the Queen's private estate in Norfolk on Monday night. It was Harry's first FaceTime with the 93-year-old monarch. And I mean that means face-to-face time. Uh, not to get uh, this thing to work? <laughs> can you can you hold it up? I can't see you. Hold it up. <laughs> not that. No, it wasn't that FaceTime. <laughs> uh, so You've got the camera facing backwards. What? <laughs> With the 93-year-old monarch since he and Meghan issued the bombshell Give me that goddamn thing. report stating their intentions to step back from royal life. Since then, Meghan has returned to Canada where the pair are expected to spend about half, if not more, of their time now. Some reports even claim uh, Meghan hopes to never step foot in Britain again, though most are dismissing those rumors. I, would well, I think that'd be a nice message to get out. I never want to I go there I never want to be again. back here again. I hate all of you. Uh, still, sources tell Newsweek that she decided Harry could speak for both of their intentions. In the end, the Sussexes decided that it wasn't necessary for the uh, Duchess to join, an insider said. In a statement issued Monday night, the Queen said that she supported their decision while acknowledging that she wasn't in favor of it. She said, my family and I are entirely supportive of Harry and Meghan's desire, a desire to create a new life as a young family. We covered this yesterday. Although we would have preferred them to remain full-time working members of the royal family, we respect and understand their wishes to live a more independent life. So, in the coming days, uh, final decisions regarding security and finances will be arrived at, the Queen said. Uh, several reports indicate that Meghan and Harry will look to Hollywood for a payday, with uh. some saying that Meghan has already done voiceover work for Disney and is in talks with luxury brands for brand ambassador contracts. Well, they both have their uh, own series now on Adult Swim, <laughs> which is going to start <laughs> next September, Preston. So, it's going to be great. Didn't know. Yeah. While it may seem on paper to be every up-and-coming starlet's dream to find love in an established Hollywood heavyweight, Camilla Marone, 
uh, who is 22, tells Wall Street Journal magazine that actually it's anything but, especially since her boyfriend, Leonardo DiCaprio, is more than 20 years older than her and rather infamous for only dating women under the age of 25. Monroe, or uh, Marone, uh, reveals that dating the 45-year-old may be getting her press, but not the right kind. She says more exposure leads to more judgment and negativity. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a bummer because you're really trying to do good work and be nice and be a good person. And in the meantime, people wish negative things upon you. I know you get into a relationship like this and you think everyone's going to immediately say, oh, I bet it's really love. Well, that's not going to happen. Of course, they're going to do exactly what they're doing right now, which is to say, you know, it, it's it looks kind of absurd. Yeah. Ricky Gervais had a great joke at the, the Golden Globes <laughs> about that that he uh, the girlfriend his girlfriend was too old for him by the time the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood ended. So. Yeah. Uh, it would. Uh, she added, it would never take away the joy of the craft that I get to do. Uh, the pair have been linked since January of 2018, and she says their age gap isn't even uh, isn't even an issue. In addition to uh, the ink being spilled over her lo- her life, uh, Monroe Marone uh, is Monroe. getting uh, increasingly buzzed about for her role in uh, uh, Mickey and the Bear. So I guess she's uh, doing. Well. I really don't know much about. I her haven't. I don't know much of her work, Preston, either. But I, Mickey yeah. and the Bear sounds fantastic, doesn't it? Though it sounds like BJ and the Bear. Yeah, absolutely. Probably she's a long distance trucker. Jessica Biel is not over her husband, Justin Timberlake's PDA scandal with his co-star, Palmer Alicia Wainwright. Uh, According to Us Weekly, as a reminder, the photos of Timberlake holding Wainwright's hand and looking cozy on a balcony in New Orleans emerged and all the criticism happened and he's blamed, he apologized, but he said he was a little bit lit up. You know that that's going to be, that's kept in the drawer. Oh, yeah. Every time a fight comes sure. up, you know, it, he brings home a sandwich that doesn't have mayonnaise on it for her. Oh, why don't you just go hold hands with that actress? <laughs> but according to insiders, the whole issue drove a wedge of distrust between Beale and Timberlake, like you were saying, Steve, with whom she uh, shares a child. But uh, he's not sticking to his promises on other issues, the source says. Like what? Uh, he has been making big promises and not sticking to them as much as she thinks as he can and should, the source said. He promised... That he would be more involved with their family, and she doesn't feel like he's doing that. Huh. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the son reported on a fun but tense date between the pair. Uh, it says here we're going to the movies. No, listen here. It says <laughs> it says looky lose at the restaurant shared the deets. Looky lose at the restaurant oh, shared the deets. Wait, yeah. so people who are at the restaurant who are spies shared information. Looky lose. We're looking, we go look- down to looky lose. <laughs> At the scene of the Iranian incursion, <laughs> I understand you are a looky loo. <laughs> at the scene of the massacre, <laughs> looky loo. Oh yeah, I was God. a looky loo. Well, what did you say, looky loo? Uh, Saw a massacre. Terrible. The source says uh, Justin <laughs> seemed to be intently focused on conversation with Jessica. He was extra attentive, rubbing her shoulders and leaning into her. Yeah, and did they you do ate, this for that actress. They ate <laughs> off each other's plates. Good damage. As they engaged in conversation, but there were a couple of times when it seemed that the conversation was a bit tense, with both looking deep in thought. Perhaps Preston, when maybe she... somebody was farting. I yeah, mean, you know. or they just made it up. Unless she actually crushed a glass in her hand, yeah. how would you possibly discern that it was tense? Exactly. <laughs> <Glass> yeah. <in laughs> <her hand. laughs> yep. 
All right, uh, Billie Eilish has been confirmed to perform the theme song for the upcoming James Bond movie, No Time to Die. Uh, I can see this. I think it's a good choice. Yeah, you know, actually Madonna did a really good theme for uh, Die Another Day, uh, which is, you know, um, let's have it. Yeah, Skyfall was good by Adele. Adele, Sure. Yeah, and and Billie Eilish is uh, her music. Her music is kind of moody. It is moody, and, you know, yeah, So yeah. It, I think it fits right with the theme. Now Bond is going to dress like Billie Eilish in the movie, Preston. So, <laughs> by the way, at eighteen, uh, she is the youngest artist to ever compose the theme for Double O Seven Adventure, and has co-written the song with her brother Phineas, who co-writes and produces all of her material. Eilish said in a statement, it feels crazy to be a part of this in every way. To be able to score the theme song to a film that's part of such a legendary series is a huge honor. James Bond is the coolest film franchise ever to exist, and I'm still in shock. She's right. She's Uh, right. Phineas added, uh, writing the theme song for a Bond film is something we've been dreaming about doing our entire lives. There is no more iconic pairing of music and cinema than the likes of Goldfinger and Goldfinger and Live and Let Die. We feel so lucky. Pretty girl, beware of his heart of gold. His heart is gold. (laughs) We feel so lucky to play a small role in such a legendary franchise, he said. Long live 007. Chrissy Hine did a uh, song as well as did Duran Duran and Aha. Uh-huh. What did Chrissy Hine do? I uh, remember Duran Duran. She did, for, they did uh, uh, from a view to a, a, kill. Uh, from a, a license to kill. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, no Time to Die director, uh, Carrie. No, uh, uh, yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. <laughs> No Time to Die director. No. Wait. Gary <laughs> Joji Living Daylight. Fukunaga describes himself as a huge fan of Eilish and her brother, adding the their creative integrity and talent are second to none. I can't wait for audiences to hear what they've brought. By the way, the themes for the 24 previous official Bond films have come in a variety of, uh, from a variety of pop artists, ranging from as a couple that we color, covered, uh, Shirley Bassey to Paul McCartney to Adele. The franchise has also tapped alternative rock stars like Garbage and Chris Cornell and Jack White and even Radiohead, although the filmmakers rejected Radiohead's theme for 2015's Spectre in favor of one by Sam Smith. Did you say Tom Jones was on that list? I Tom did Jones not. did the yeah. uh, did uh, uh, Thunderbolt. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, no Time to Die, which will star Daniel Craig in his fifth and final appearance as the British secret agent, will open in the U.S. on April 10th, by the way. Looking forward to it. All right, you mentioned Jeopardy earlier, Steve. Ken Jennings, in case you didn't know, spoiler alert, and I don't care, uh, won the whole thing. Yeah. He's the, the greatest of all time, apparently, uh, in the game of Jeopardy. We have a clip of this, and is this at it, the... It's Final Jeopardy, and, and then, the, uh, then the announcement that he is the GOAT, the greatest of all time. All right, here we go. Now we come to Ken Jennings. His response was, who is Iago? That is the correct response. Ken Jennings! That's, uh, that's the you are the champion! The greatest of all time. Congratulations. It has taken... 15 years for Ken Jennings to finally answer the question, is he as good as he appeared to be in that great run on Jeopardy? So he won a million dollars for that victory, did he? He did. He got very emotional. uh, And the other two won 250, a thousand, not too shabby. Brother won 250, and he like, he was terrible. 
Uh, uh, no, no, no. He wasn't terrible. The other guys were really great. It, Brad Rutter is a really great Jeopardy player. He just went a, a bent against the, the two best of all time. He was very and funny they, they, they and, and gracious. About, yeah, they did. And honestly, uh, Nick, and you sort of called it at the beginning, at, at one level, Ken Jennings is a monster on the button. So when, when uh, they both know the answer, him and... Uh, 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 James. James, I'm sorry. And uh, they'd be both, but you'd see the fingers start going. I was telling you this earlier, Preston, and then one would get on a streak and the other would get on a streak. Back and forth, it was it was enjoyable enough uh, that it, it became a nail-biter at certain points. Ken Jennings uh, seems to be a really cool guy. This I don't know if you guys remember this, but ages ago we had him on when his original run right, 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 after yeah. that ended. We had him on the show. We got contacted by a woman who had a, a, a son who had autism and was a huge Ken Jennings fan. Do you guys remember this? Mm, no. All right. Barely. So uh, there was a, a Ken Jennings bobblehead doll that had come out, which was just kind of a fun little promotion that he did. It was, yeah. was kind of jokey, but kind of fun. And this kid really wanted one, and they, they didn't make them anymore. And so she had contacted us. When we had him on, we said it to him. We told him about that. He's like... Well, let me get the information, and I'll make sure I take care of it. And he sure did. He made sure that that kid got a cool. Jennings bobblehead. I thought that was very, very classy and very cool of him to do. He was talking about last night when he first started on Jeopardy, his kid was two, and now he's 17. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. pretty rough. Been, been a while. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me see. What else do I want to mention here? Allison Janney confirmed to Us Weekly that Anna Ferris is engaged to Michael Barrett. Uh, she says of her mom co-star, I know she's been engaged for a long time. Uh, she told Us Weekly exclusively during the Troop Zero premiere at Pacific Theaters in at the Grove in uh, Los Angeles on Monday. Uh, she said, I kept it very quiet. I'll have you know. So I celebrated with them a long time ago. Uh, Ferris was spotted out in November with a diamond ring on her left hand. Uh, so apparently they are engaged. I don't know if she broke that news or what. That I don't think she did because we. I remember we reported on her out with the engagement ring, and there was just the assumption that it happened. Yeah. All right. So Pete Davidson and uh, Kaya Gerber were spotted out and about together for months, but uh, now not so much. Seems what Gerber's the f- Gerber's parents, Cindy Crawford and uh, Randy Gerber, expressed concern over their budding romance, and that uh, coupled with Davidson reportedly. Checking back into rehab resulted in the ultimate relationship buzzkill. Oh, did he check back into rehab? Do we know that? I don't know. Huh. That's what sources well, are saying. So. Didn't he say uh, on SNL right before the break that because he was on that skit as himself with um, Keenan and he, uh, he was saying, I'm going to take a break. And one of, it's one of those forced breaks where they go away and you pay for it. He was making fun of it, but he was also alluding to the fact that oh, all right. he was going away to rehab for a stretch. Mm. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. This also sucks. Stan Kirsch, an actor who played the immortal Richie Ryan for five seasons on the 1990s syndicated hit fantasy drama Highlander, the series, uh, died on January 11th at his home in Los Angeles. He was 51. Uh, the cause of death was suicide, according to the L.A. County Medical Examiner's Office. Oh, man. Uh, his death was announced on the Facebook page of Stan Kirsch Studios, uh, the L.A. acting studio that he founded with his wife, Kristen, in 2008. In addition to his five-season role, Highlander, in Highlander, um, he made appearances on JAG, Invincible Family Law, and he had a memorable guest-starring role on Friends. In the 1995 Friends episode, the one with the ick factor, it was called, Kirsch played Ethan, and you get you may remember this, Monica's underage boyfriend, the high school senior, had lied to Courtney oh, Cox's yeah. character about his age until after they had sex. So that was him. 
And um, apparently he had, uh, he's taken his own life. So oh, that blows. That's sad news. Very sad news. That Highlander series was pretty popular. I was a fan of the movies. I never got into the series, but yeah. huge fan base. Yeah. Uh, let me see. How about this? Uh, Lori Harvey, who is the stepdaughter of Steve Harvey, uh, is uh, has potentially a one-year prison sentence coming following a hit-and-run arrest in oh, October. Wow. Yeah. Uh, she's a stepdaughter of the Family Feud host and was charged with two misdemeanors, including one count of resisting, delaying, obstructing a peace officer, and one count of hit and run resulting in property damage in relation to the incident. Why didn't she hide in his mustache? Uh, nobody was hurt, by the way, in this. it was uh, there was There were no people involved other than her. So uh, she's still looking at that? Yeah, an arraignment for the 23-year-old has been set uh, for January 21st. She could face one year in prison for the misdemeanors. Uh, she was arrested on October 20th after allegedly hitting a parked vehicle and attempting to flee the scene. Uh, the model's car was found on its side <laughs> oh, wow. next to a parked vehicle that she had hit. So it was, you know. She hit it pretty goddamn yeah. hard. It like a fender bender. Yeah. Right. Uh, she was detained. Her car was on the side, too, and she was trying to drive away. She was detained a short distance from her car after she was identified by a witness who saw her walking away from the scene. Uh, there were no injuries reported. By the way, she's gorgeous. She's, I was just going to yeah, say that. She she's uh, really pretty. Yeah, there's a picture of here wow. on her monitor. She's Look just... Look at that thick mustache. She's no. just beautiful. It's a stepdaughter. They have oh, no okay. relationship. Uh, okay. So. Didn't know that. She's got big um, boobies, too. On Saturday, Lori furthered rumors that she and Future, uh, the rapper, are romantically involved when she posted a video of him kissing her on the cheek on her Instagram stories. Uh, she wrote, life is good, along with the uh, with a diamond emoji, by the Hashtag way. I have big boobies? Yeah. So she might be facing some jail time. Or hey, she so is facing jail time. What if you're involved in like a one-car crash where you crash into something like a tree? Right. Um, and you drive away from that. Is that... Mechanical homicide. If there's property damage, you're supposed to... Right. You, you have to notify the police. But, but if there's no property damage and... I, you know, I don't yeah. know. That's a good question. Um, you might, you might, if it's on somebody's property, or you might be looking at uh, like a civil case or something. Yeah, like that. I don't know. If you, obviously, if you're inebriated, that big issue, but she wasn't. Yeah. So, so if you hit uh, a tree and you damage the tree, yeah. you're wondering if that's property or not. Yeah. I don't know if it's on someone's. Well, yeah, yeah. I think it might yeah, be. Yeah. Absolutely. So. All right, and then uh, one last story. HBO has signed a one-year first-look deal with Robert Downey Jr. and his wife and producing partner Susan Downey. Uh, the company has Matthew Reese, uh, the Matthew Reese vehicle Perry Mason in the hopper for this year. They're going to redo Perry Mason? I guess so. Um, HBO provided a happy home for Perry M- Mason, uh, the Downey said in a joint statement. We are excited to roll up our sleeves, expand the partnership, and tell stories that meet the standard their brand has come to represent. So I don't know if he would play Perry Mason I, or if I, he's just... A part of the production. I don't know. I mean, he would be good, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever catch any of the uh, Perry Mason? Ep- no, I just repeat. know of it. Uh, yeah, but... me TV shows it all the time. Yeah. With um, uh, Raymond Burr. Yeah, and it was just, you know, it was, uh, court, court drama. drama. Yeah. And he won, I won every effing case. Yeah. All right, we're ready for the clips. The Party of Five reboot follows the five Acosta children... As they try to navigate life without their parents. And in this clip, Nico uh, Gerdado, I guess is how you say his last name, talks about the responsibility that the cast is taking on. Here we go. To have a show about this topic, it's an absolute honor. But not only that, a big responsibility because I think we just tried to come to set and bring authenticity to 
families really going through this every day. I don't give a f- uh, that is on Freeform tonight at 9 o'clock. By awesome. Way. Party of five. Next clip. Restaurant Impossible has been transforming people's lives and businesses for 16 seasons. And here our buddy Robert Irvine shares how his time in the military influenced the show. Here we go. I think the military teaches you a system. And you have to be very direct. Remember, we have a real 48 hours. There's no other time. I walk in. Time ticks. We open at 7 o'clock the next night. Sorry, one second, my little machine here. You give me two seconds, all right? You hold out there. You watch. Here, we'll just... Uh, Real 48 hours. There's yeah. no other time. I walk in, time's ticks, we open at 7 o'clock the next night. And here we go. Yeah! <laughs> A new episode of Restaurant Impossible premieres tomorrow at 9 p.m., and that's on the Food Network. So there you go. How's he doing? He, he had a shoulder injury. Yeah. I saw that he was doing physical rehab on his... Haven't talked to him. Don't, don't really know. I would imagine he's, you know, doing rehab and progressing, and that's it's a it, it's a long time uh, for uh, your shoulder surgery to heal up and and uh, get back in a operating order. Yeah, he's so. chomping at the bit to get back to goat yoga. That's I'm sure. Yeah, that's that's sure. how he got so big. Yeah. Uh, we have a secret text for today. Chance for you to see live Thursday, February 20th, the Excite Center at Parks Casino. It's sold out. So text the word secret to three nine three three three. We'll send a word back to you. See if you win a little bit later on when he asked we ask you to call him. Uh, we obviously have the money with Easy Money and Dr. Oz to give away today. So a couple of chances at that. Todd Glass is stopping by. Nick Thune will be here. We're going live on Fox Good Day. As you see, our dance card is quite full, and we have room for you. Please stick around because we'll be back in just a moment. Easy. Easy peasy. Easy as pie. Easier than a dog licking his dish. It's MMR's Easy Money Contest. Your shot at $1,000 cash five times every weekday. Tune in at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. As well as 1, 4, and 6 p.m. to hear that hour's winning keyword. It's also easy to enter. It's the first thing on the MMR app. Top of the page at WMMR.com. Or use the special contest short code. 45911. One random entry wins 1000 bucks in cash. Every time. MMR's Easy Money. Five times every weekday. At 8 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m., and 6 p.m. Sponsored by Meineke. Total car care since 1972. Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. I'm going to tell you guys a story. Tell you a story about a young man who lost something and it wasn't his fault. I'm telling your story, Casey, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to name any, okay. any particular place. Are you okay with this? Because you were out of the room when we discussed what we wanted to talk about. Yeah, I, I don't want to put anybody I'm not on, going to. on blast. I'm not going don't to. Don't put okay. them on blast. Yeah. Don't kick them to the curb. Don't throw shade, Preston. But right. uh, No, I'm not going to throw any shade. Yeah. Uh, so Casey had a poster and a wristband from a fish show that was important to him. and It was one- a fishing tournament, right? <laughs> yeah. Or the band. Uh, well, both. Okay, uh, right. The wristband was from the tournament, and then the poster was from the uh, from the concert. Regardless, right. both very important no, to you. No, but the reality is it, they were both from a, a concert. Though. Right. So much yeah. so that he wanted to have them framed and, you know, immortalized for at least a, a, a period of time while he's on this uh, earth. And uh, took it to a, a place that was going to frame all this for him. So you have the wristband, you have the poster. I'm sure you had a frame picked out, matted and everything the way you wanted it. Yeah. Uh, goes back to the shop to retrieve it, and they've lost the wristband. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the right. poster uh-huh. is done, but and you wanted the wristband yeah. in the same display. Yeah. It was it was like a ribbon across the, the bottom corner right. of the poster. And you'd set it up that way. Yeah. What was their explanation? Uh, they, there is no explanation. I, you know, the person was very um, confused as to why it wasn't there. And, and, and actually, the person that I picked it up from was the person that you know, I initially had gone to, and we had laid it all out. Um, now, by the way, inside, I'm fuming because yeah. it's, it's not cheap, right? No, it, it, God, it, framing, framing things is ridiculous. <laughs> Forget expensive. it. Okay, so so a couple of things here. A, it's not cheap. B, I have never done this before. I have been oh. to. Wow, so this I have is like been, your first time. Oh, I have case. been to sixty plus fish concerts. I have never purchased a poster, went and had it framed, or you know. So I, you know, the, you know, so so this. And so you want to climb over the counter and kill them? <laughs> so and and the wristband I had like really carefully taken off of my wrist, so there were no because oh fr- it was you like a, me? it was like a cloth wristband, right? Um, carefully preserved. Carefully preserved. This was I was going to give it as a gift to a friend. Oh no! And then the more I thought about, it, I'm like. I think I want this for myself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm I'm like fuming, but well now you can give I, it to the friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's well, the deal. I I, I I yeah. You know me. I have tons of stuff hanging on my walls. I like to. Yeah. I, I I I put together shadow boxes myself of things that are important to me. It's one of these things I like to do. You more than anyone but is is wrapped up in this stuff, Preston. That I know. But I recently went and and it's uh it's it, it was less than within this year I did this and unfortunately we lost uh, Neil Peart just a few days ago. But I have a a drum head signed by Neil, sticks that were used at a concert by him, uh, autographs from the band. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do this myself. I'm going to have this professionally done. I'm going to have it mounted, framed, everything. So I took it to a place. If they would have lost one of these things, you know how important that is to me? Mm -hmm. I would have been livid about that. And, you know, when, when you're... When you're entrusting mementos, things that are important to you for one reason or another, uh, to someone else, when you hand it over, you, hopefully, you know, you, you've, you've handed that trust over them that you're going to take care of this thing that for whatever reason, which is none of your business anyway, is precious to me. Yeah, you don't need to know that. You just yeah. need to complete this part of it. I don't know the law in this case. Yeah. Would you be within your rights to blow that establishment? <laughs> no, no, I, I looked into you very it. very well. Okay, I don't know. I don't know the laws, and it may vary from you know city to city. But this is their job. They they know that. They know that something might that might look like trash to them is what you want framed and is a keepsake. Like this is part That's of. I spent a lot of money on. Well, yeah. and, and well, Casey. And I, Yes. Casey kind of just walked out of there. I'm like, A, oh, God. you should get your money back. Uh, what, B, Casey, they should pay you. They should give you store credit for something else on top Do of that. Do not. You are not. I, I will go with you. You are not paying for that. Go back so, there and you get a yeah. full 100% refund. You get whatever it is that they framed for free. Yeah. yeah. So I was was fuming on the inside, but the outside was like, okay. you know, Hold it because, together. Because, listen, I, I know... The girl was like mortified. She's like, I don't know why this is why why this happened. I don't know. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna turn this place upside down and and look for it and blah because she was the one who we we did it all together. So, so she, she did she frame it? Did she do the work? I you, you know, know I don't I don't know. Was she wearing that wristband? Yeah, she had it on. No, you know what, Kathy? No, she you didn't. Bitch. She didn't frame it because she would have she wouldn't have lost it. She she knew right that uh. the, that the wristband was important. And she's saying all these things, and then you know, I, I'm just hoping that it will turn up and all this sort of stuff. Okay. 
I, I got a phone call maybe 45 minutes to an hour later of her saying, I am so sorry. I don't know what happened to this thing. I don't know where to find it. I don't know where um, your trash is. Yeah, I'm and then sorry to hear this because I possess a very special <laughs> set of skills. And I also, also hosted the Real Philly Deli Tour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not to make the story go on even longer, but, you know, she was like, Ooh. I'm going to hunt this, this item down and I'm going to find, uh, you know, a replacement for you. Uh, you know, and she asked me, like, where, you I, can't. Got, where I got... And it's, it's a keepsake. It's, yeah. it's, it's a I'm like, it wasn't mine. Time. Whatever you hunt down is not going to it's be... It's going to be crap. It's not going to be mine. Even if it's an exact replica, it's not <laughs> going not to point. be mine. Yeah. It was it was my wristband. I, you know what I mean? So, so for people who are trying to put this in context or are listening to it, just something that you... In that moment, value that you know. Because think of a family yes. heirloom or something that somebody gave you that well, means a lot it. to you, and that's what it's about. I know it. It may sound sort of frivolous to someone else, but think of those things that you have. Oh my god, I'd hate to lose that. Sure. And then you entrust it over to someone, oh, and yeah. uh, it does not come back to you. Mementos from your children, stuff like that. All right. So, uh, Casey, you told this story on our conference call last night, and I told my girlfriend about it. And uh, so I have two questions. That the first was her thought was. Do you think maybe the wristband had been stolen? That there might have been a fish fan that worked at this place uh, that may have seen it and thought there might be value in it and and stole it. And then the, se- the no se- value. Did in you it. did you smell patchouli anywhere? <laughs> no. Would okay. they allow you to conduct employee interviews? <laughs> well, all right. So my so I want to so uh, Jeff interrogate. Thanks for sitting down with me today. What sort of music are you into? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like cheese sandwiches? <laughs> Do you have a full time job? Steve, they do a good cop, bad cop, right, yeah, happy yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. coming in as well at some point. What's your name, jackass? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we just begun. And the other, really the other course of action you have as a customer of, of, of any place, no matter what your profile yeah. is online, yeah. uh, is there are, there are social media teams that are set to handle uh, responses to complaints. So right. if you're flying and you're dealing with an airline that's not giving you the service you want, you'll see people tweet at airlines all the time. I was wondering if you would tweet at this. To, to be honest, no. Nick, that's that is a sort of uh, gentle social media it nudging. Um, there, there's there's a it's a double edged sword because you can kind of look like a, 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 a complaining dick when you complain online about something like that. You However, don't want someone to lose a job. No, and you don't. You, you don't. don't. But but you get results when you complain to uh, an establishment and a company because there are people set up there to respond to said tweets. So, Casey, go back to this establishment. Yeah. Casually walk around the store and ask each employee to just twirl for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and see how good they are yeah. at that. No, Listen, you got to get your money it, yeah, back. Yeah, Casey, the end result has least. to be your money back. Really? Them to take, at even, the very even if least. They, if, you're gonna, if you ask for that, I would imagine that they are going to say yes, okay, and if not, tell them open up the frame, give me my poster, and I'm leaving. A few people are, are texting in saying maybe uh, behind the matting or or behind the poster board, yeah, it might be in there maybe somewhere, and they should there. probably they, take they it s- apart. They seal the back. They, they had already done it. Oh, okay. uh, they had already done that. Um, and then I called them last night. By the way, I, um, I I didn't complain online, and I didn't make a fuss there. And it's because of what I do for a living, right? That, and that's, that's you know the I mean? double-edged sword part of it. Oh, that's the double-edged sword because, you know, and even talking about this right now, I, I don't know why I care what people think, but some people are like, shut up, you big pussy. No, like, you're oh, no. Boo, Okay, so that's you know, why I'm putting I, I this in context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important to you. And, yeah. and I guarantee you, we throw open the phones, everyone has some sort of similar story yep. where they've turned something over that meant something to them, <laughs> to have worked on it, whatever oh, it is, you're a and it customer. comes back in less than satisfactory condition you don't, you or don't is pay, lost. No, yeah, well, you're, you're, you're for that. I think the, the rule of thumb here, and I, this is probably in just 
Pennsylvania. Right. You're supposed to get Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> You're supposed to. Yeah. You were like, that's, <laughs> that, isn't that it, Kathy? So you know how, like, when something happens and you don't react the way you, you maybe should have or wanted to at that particular moment, but then you blow up at something com- else completely? Yeah, yeah. So I had gone from uh, this place. Right. I didn't blow up. But I had gone to this place, and I went to a drive-thru, uh, you know, a quarter of a mile down the road. And I got my money back, and I'm pulling out, and I noticed that one of the quarters is a Canadian quarter. I stopped my car. I put <laughs> it, it in park. I, <laughs> I went into the store. Now, I didn't raise a stink. 25 cents. For 25 cents, I go, you guys gave me a Canadian quarter here. And they're like, oh, okay. Let and me and ask I- you something. <laughs> what country are we in? <laughs> Do we have provinces like, uh, I don't know, Ottawa? What is this? Yeah. Is this legal tender? I, I in my life, have never returned a foreign coin before. I've never even you just considered kind of. that. What did I order, poutine? Wow. I, I what did I come in here on a yeah. moose? What am I, a Mountie? I, I, Where the hell are we? Does it say Tim Hortons outside <laughs> of this establishment? Come on, for Christ's sake. <laughs> What am I, Trudeau? <laughs> Did I drive here 35 kilometers per hour? <laughs> Jesus <No>! Christ! <laughs> I, again, I didn't oh, make a big goodness. stink about it, but I go, hey, this is a Canadian quarter. <laughs> Couldn't help but notice that there was a ridged potato chip in my bag of regular potato chips. <laughs> oh, my God. I, Parlez-vous English? <laughs> I would be raging. You're 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 better than me. Mm. I would be raging out of control at those people. And, and <laughs> why not give me the right change? Eh? <laughs> eh? All right. Casey, you know what? I'll tell you who is probably so angry right now is our friend Gail, who does all the framing work here at the station. Uh, sure. She is pricey, uh, but, you know, you get what you pay for. And yeah. she's probably like, this is why you shouldn't go to generic places. Mm. But you had this happen Think again. I honestly, th- I honestly think, they, just on a basic level, yeah. the onus would be on this establishment to give you a full refund. Yeah. Full refund. Okay, yes. so that, oh, that yes. was yes. the other part of it. Is... You, you, you oh, made it clear sure. that you made it clear to them mm-hmm. that the band was just as important. Yeah, that you were looking not simply for a framed photo, but a, like Preston, what do you call them? A memory. A box or oh, a yeah. shadow box. A yeah. shadow box, okay. Yeah. You should have went to where Nick went in Conshohocken because they'll keep it for nine years yeah. before they actually Yeah, that's right. Yeah, what yeah. I mean, yeah, Cole's framing. Talk about, you know, customer service. They held on to my frame uh, material for six, seven years. Come and got on it, in, Mr. McQueen. I can't wait to see that ponytail of yours. <laughs> got it back to me uh, after that amount of time. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Brian, for taking care well, of me. Th- now, that's a good establishment for that sure. holds on to the stuff you paid for for a decade. Yeah. Uh, and gets it back to you. Yeah, it's, you know, that's why some people are, are hesitant to to hand over things like that uh, when they want to drop them off. They're going to trust this establishment that you're going to you're going to treat this. Number one, you're going to treat it right and make it look the way I wanted to. But number two, you're not going to lose it. This is a donated kidney. Please look yeah. after this. Yeah. Well, somebody said they uh, there was a text that came and said, uh, oh, I received a pair of Pele Limburg game used hockey socks. Whoa. I refuse to get them framed at a store for this exact reason, because they don't ever want to have a chance of losing them. A friend of mine dropped off a diamond bracelet at a jeweler to be cleaned, and no. they lost it. No. They Do you, lost it. No. Did she entertain the notion? I saw a thing on this. Did she entertain the notion that it was stolen? Stolen. From who? The, the, the place that cleaned it. Well, no, because the place that cleaned it sold it to her. 
So, I mean, I don't know, I, I, I guess, but, but the, the owner of the jewelry shop, you know, f- said, you pick out anything in here you yeah, want. Yeah, I'll clean it for you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so she got something else out of it, but they no longer had that bracelet. So she wasn't getting back what she dropped off, but he, he made good on it and said, pick out whatever you want in this store. Yeah, you can have, you can have honestly, uh, businesses can really take a, a lesson from this. You could have a customer for life if you really step up and do right by them. Oh, yeah. Or if you just, hey, sorry about that. Yeah. Because that the, the ripple effect of that negative stuff will come back and kill you. That's the whole thing. That's what, that's all, one of the reasons yeah. I brought this up. A, everybody's, you know, had a, a, a chance where they, not everybody, but a lot of people have had a, a, a trusted item that they've lent to someone and it's gone afterwards. But um, the fact that they weren't immediately going, listen, we're going to refund your money for you. Yeah. Uh, please. You think a business in Pennsylvania would know they risk being blown up yeah. and having to buy you Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but again, I had never been through this before, and I was like, kind of giving them an opportunity to fix it, find it, do whatever. I, I, I didn't know what I was within my right to do. Do you know what kills me, Casey? And I think a perfect example of this is when you hear about women who put in wedding gowns mm. and they or whatever, or you know, all that stuff. We just, we just had a, a story here. It's a different kind of thing. Mm. But, you know, the business is not let it, being up front and, and they, they closed or whatever. Or, you know, right. so it goes from, from the micro to the macro here in this case. But this is something that means something to you. I'm going to go to uh, Sean because I don't quite understand what it says up here on the monitor. Hi, Sean. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. What's up, man? Um, a buddy of mine had actually gone to the Philadelphia Sports Show and had booked a bear hunting trip to go to Maine um, about six months in advance. His wife had passed away about three about three weeks before we left, so he was grieving and everything else. So we had wound up going to, on the trip anyway, and he actually got his first bear. He it was, it was actually a great bear. Um, he paid them in advance twenty five hundred dollars to have it stuffed and mounted and shipped to him. Yeah. His son wound up being on drugs, took all of the bear skins from him and six other customers, just threw them in the woods, and never even gave him back his money. No refund, no nothing. Wow. Aww. Yeah. Here you go to the trouble to go murder a bear. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> and what do you get trouble. for your effort? Some drug addict throws the pelt in the woods. You go out and destroy a majestic animal, yeah. and all you want shot him from a moving car. <laughs> no, that that does suck. If you make it, would it suck yeah. if, if it's something that you that was important to you. Yeah, I understand it. So, and and would you ever frame that bear? He's left high and dry. So, and and out the money. Wow, yep. that sucks. That's exactly what happened. I brought this bear to the place in the mall. They couldn't frame it. Wow. Thanks, man. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't have a frame that large. That's a Kodiak bear. Uh, Let me go to... I go to Bears Remembered when I want to... Can you turn this grizzly bear into a keychain? Let me go to Dave. Hi, Dave. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Dave? Uh, Something similar, but not exactly what Chase is going through. Uh, my father was a bombardier pilot in World War II. Okay. Wow. And when, and when he passed away a few years back, I inherited a lot of his World War II stuff from his flying days. And I put it all together. It was three items, a picture of him in uniform, a picture of the plane, the actual plane that he flew in, and then what was known as a short snorter, which is a dollar bill that the entire crew signs after a first successful mission. Oh, wow. Okay. And I put it all together. I wanted it laid out in exacting detail. I wanted the bill position so that you could see my dad's signature. Right. I took it to a frame shop. I went over it in 
like painstaking detail how I wanted this done. I leave it there, and this stuff is irreplaceable. Yeah, I leave it. I leave it there. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Delay. Delay. Oh, we're having trouble getting the museum glass in. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Finally, I get a call. It's done. Come pick it up. I go to pick it up. Not only is it not laid out in the order that I wanted, I mean, not even close, but the bill was mounted backwards and you can't see my dad's signature. Uh, so, all right, so those are adjustments. Did they make good on it and fix it back to the way you wanted it, or was it too late at that point? It was too late at that point. They could not take it apart. Yeah, because, but, listen, yeah. they have to glue stuff like that on uh, to, oh. to mount it. And so they glued it on the wrong side uh, <laughs> and, and ruined your father's signature, probably. Well, you couldn't... I, you couldn't see your dad. Yeah, it was mounted upside down. That sucks. Wow. My my dad was... Oh, you got it for free? You get it All right, for free. okay. Uh, you know. My dad was in the 82nd Airborne Division of World War II, and he's left Thanks, me man. all of his Jugs magazines. Oh, <laughs> wow. He and loves you the most. I, I would die if they didn't frame those properly. You yeah. got to mount those just yeah. right, yeah. I'm surprised they haven't said anything to you, though, Casey, like... We're going to refund your money. Do, do you know what I mean? That they're not saying. No. That's weird. They said stuff like, we're going to make this right. Okay, so maybe they're still searching. They're still looking, whatever. Do you have any bears you want mounted? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I called them last night because when I went, I had uh, I had two posters and two uh, wristbands. And then I took my ticket because my, my brother went too. And my mom needed an extra Christmas gift to get to. So I said, yeah, hey, yeah. why don't you do this? And, then, and he can have my ticket. I'm like, I don't need the t-. you know. Anyway, so I called them. And I said, is there a possibility? It's in the other frame. That it's in the other frame. She said, no, because you pack them separately, blah, 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 blah. I'm would, like, okay. Would you have them, uh, at this point, it might be worth, as they've been saying, to, is to check the frame and see if that, that the band was in there. But also, I wonder if any of these things. I think they did that already. Preston, so you do a lot of this stuff and you, you have this work done. At the point, at the where the work is initiated, do you sign anything that's an understanding of the, of the business's obligation if it does not you know come what? back the way I'm, you want it or if it is, in fact, lost? Does I'm that ever happen? not sure about that. Okay. I mean, anytime I've ever done it, you get proofs. And so you have to sign off on yeah. the yeah. proof of it and right. what it's going to look like and all mm-hmm. of that. So, yeah. right? You so you signed something that said wristband goes here, picture goes here. You know whatever, what? Although, so. I, well, I, I got the, so I got that uh, the Neil Peart and the Rush thing done. and uh, But the guy that did, did a wonderful job, by the way, but he did change it slightly without... Uh, checking with me first. You oh, can't really? do that. I mean, we laid it out specifically and took pictures and like, this is the way I want it. And then I remember him saying, well, it didn't quite work that way. So I so I changed this to make it give it this kind of feel. Oh, and, and I like, threw in that picture of Eric Estrada. No. And, <laughs> and, and I liked it. Yeah. And, and, and uh, fortunately, it was even better than what we had planned on. But no, I, agree. I wasn't consulted on it. Uh-huh. So, and to Kathy's point, anything like that, when you go in and lay down specific instructions, yeah. it's got to be run by you. And well, because, you know, glue and, and attachment procedures are used, sometimes once you do it, you can't undo it. There, right. are, there are things that are going to have to stay that way. Yeah, so that sucks. I was kind of yeah. surprised. Well, I worked with Gail on some of the frames in our uh, in our offices here, and Every every change she made, because there were things that didn't work out the way we had planned it and the way we laid it out, she would send me a picture and say, here's what I had to change. Do you like it? Do you want me to... Can you put more pictures of me in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this this frame is, deals with the, the 1960s at the station. Right. I know, but there's room for me in there. <laughs> every frame has at least one picture you, of me. You weren't, I don't even know if you were yeah. born with... <laughs> Casey, I forget uh, if you said this, but at any point did you speak with a manager? Uh, no. 
Okay. No, why not? not? I don't know. Because again, because like, Jeez. oh man, you well, were you, were, you were feeling very passive that day. I, I, I was know, feeling very, I know. P- but very you were passive. boiling inside, and you were trying to keep yourself from going off the deep end. I can Stupid. completely understand yeah. that. But now that you've had time to think of a, yeah. a think better of it, <laughs> you, I think you'd well be within your rights to call back and say, "I've, I've thought about this situation." Uh, either. Give, give me, me my Super Bowl tickets. Give me my Super Bowl tickets, <laughs> and, eat, and I would evacuate the store right now. Um, you have about five minutes. Oh, no, yeah. no, less than five minutes. Uh, I don't know what I set the timer to, to be honest. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm like you. I don't want to take it out on an individual, somebody that's no. working there. It's not there. It's, you, you, and mistakes happen. And mistakes happen, so you yeah. don't want to automatically get angry at an individual. However, there's an institution behind this individual that is wholly responsible exactly. for losing your material uh-huh. that you paid for, paid yeah. a lot of money for. Yeah. Uh, so somebody up that chain... Um, should should do right by you. By the way, why does it cost so much? Oh, that's a good question. I, th- I think that's we, another why topic. Why does it cost so much to frame a photograph? Yes, thank you. Well, yeah, we all want to know. Or the answer. Anything. I, would, I, would, I would like to know. I'll, I'm going to write this down because I would feel embarrassed saying this on the air. But this is how much it cost me for that. Uh, oh my God, you should be for embarrassed which, for what? what? For the, the Neil Peart and, and, and Rush. Preston, that is, I will that do is that. not yeah. uncommon. Yeah. That is not uncommon. No, I don't think that that's. No, that that's that's a that was my right. base. There was more with tax and everything, yeah. but it was yeah. yeah I, I was will like, do it for half that ah. press, and I will do it for a thousand dollars. Casey, I paid a thousand for my Larry Wilcox poster. <laughs> no. Wait, Larry from Wilcox? Mash? Yeah, I got Eric Estrada. The two cops on chips. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, going back because you had asked the question, we. What they did is they like laser scanned it and or you know took a they so yep, they laid it all out right. they, they they took a picture of it so they had on file exactly what it was supposed yeah. to look. Oh, like. okay. I think that they're they're trying to figure out what happened to it, where it went. Yeah. But I think in the end they're going to refund you. Hang on, let me go to uh, Stephen. Had something similar happen. Hi, Stephen. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know that I, I love you. Well done, Stephen. What's up, buddy? Um, my grandpa was. Uh, I, I'm a singer, and my grandpa is one of the. I thought you were a dancer. I thought you said, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, she was a dancer. There you go. Go ahead. What's up? I did not think about that before I said that. <laughs> um. But uh, I found an album of 78s when going through his old records from his Glee Club days in the 40s. Uh-huh. And my grandma really wanted to listen to him, so I thought I'd get him digitized for it so she could listen to him in her car on a CD. Uh, I, I sent them to the record store that shall remain unnamed. Okay. And I went back, like, the day they said to pick him up. Uh, they had the CD, but they didn't know where the album was. Where the original uh, was. Wow. The original was. So, I, you know, I, I had what I wanted, but I didn't. Did they? I, I did you pay for that? What's that? Did you pay for the service? Uh, they gave it to me for half price. No, 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 oh, no, no, yeah, no, exactly. no. They lost your property. The more valuable part of the whole thing are the original 78s, and they lost that. I'm in the same boat with Casey, though, in that I didn't really want to raise a fuss because I, I don't like confrontation. I, so I was furious on the inside, but on the inside, I was like, what the F did you do with my 70s? I, I, I need to hold a workshop on yeah. how, how you deal with situations like this. You so, do. Yeah, like I'll take about 20, 25 people per workshop. We'll sit down and we'll go over different scenarios. You, would, I mean, honestly, at that point, and you can stay, you can stay metered. I, I mean, I, I do it. So let me get this straight. <laughs> 
the more valuable part of this transaction is gone forever, and you're going to charge me mm-hmm. for the work you failed to adequately execute? Actually, Steve, you can come in as a guest yeah, speaker right. if you nah. want. I think we've reached an, a point here. <laughs> Kathy, where... I, I think a full-on service, though, actually, where you come and handle oh, this go, for them. Yeah. So they're there at, at the moment, and they just hand a card over and go... Oh, Someone is going to be contacting you yes, shortly. Yes, exactly. Uh, and then I, Kathy comes in and takes you care know, of it. Preston, I hear enough of these stories, Thanks though, as, from all these people. And I wonder if someone doesn't go, eh, we'll say we lost this. Yeah. Or, you know, so you're bringing it to oh. places that deal with this all the time, and they will understand the value of these things. Right. A lot of times, you, eh, we, we lost it. And, and hope that people will just sort of, dem, you know, demure from a fight, and that's it. And, and then they go off and sell. I'm not saying this happens a lot, but that's why I think, Perhaps at the beginning of any transaction like this, get something in writing. Yeah. I was at a movie theater over the Christmas break where, um, so I bought tickets for my kids and, and a couple of friends. And I don't know what the age of the child ticket is, but I bought child tickets for my daughter and her friend. And the security guard would not let them in. They're like, no, you're, you're not kids. And so we had to go back and I had to like rebuy everything. And... In the whole process of it all, I ended up just buying adult tickets for everybody. So I ended up paying way more. Were they than, kids? They, there were two kids that fall, that fell into the kid category. So we were going back through, and I handed her all the tickets, and she let everybody in. And I said, so you won't let people underpay, but you will let them overpay? And I said, because these clearly are not adults right here. And like you, and then... I felt, what did she say? I felt dirty, Steve. Even though I was right, I felt dirty. I, I love yeah. you to death. But there's sometimes in, in this case where you you would ha- you'd have to say, you know, I just want to be clear here. Mm-hmm. You're going to risk my continuing business mm-hmm. and argue over this when I've already paid the amount for these tickets. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not I don't dig that. Yeah. But it's sometimes people take advantage of that. Yeah. And it's just stupid. Um, do we have time to go to another call? I know yeah, we got a yeah, 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 quick call. We got to do uh, uh, Fox Twenty Nine in a moment. Oh, Betsy, crap, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> uh, Betsy owns a custom framing shop. Do we have time to go to Betsy? No, let's just go to Betsy. All right, Betsy, Betsy go ahead. <laughs> this is painful to listen to because yeah. the, you paid anything when they lost your artwork. Is oh my god, you don't do that ever, yeah. ever. Yeah. I I cannot believe. First of all, that they lost it because. Oh my God! No, okay. don't do that. No. So, Betsy, should he should he should he go call back and 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 ask because he prepaid? Ask for a refund. Yes, yes. That they didn't offer it immediately it is is outrageous. I'm Bizarrely, you, Betsy. Betsy, I almost see as what you do when people are handing this over to you, and you guys are going to think this is a ridiculous analogy. Yeah. But almost as if you're handing over at a funeral home, you're dearly departed, yeah. and you expect it to be taken care of, what needs to be Absolutely. taken care of respectfully and properly. You know what I mean? Have you ever framed Absolutely. any dead bodies? <laughs> Do you know what? You'd be surprised what people No, but I, I think it. Preston's analogy is, 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 is correct. Some, look at, we had World War II memorabilia from, yeah. from a beloved family member. Yeah. That That's a connection through to something that means something to somebody. Yeah. And this does mean something. So do you think, Betsy, in some way they just thought, oh, this is just a wristband. It doesn't mean anything. Or they really weren't paying attention. Whatever it was. If they did that, then they're not a good framer. Okay. okay. Don't go to that. So he still is owed his money back, correct? Everything. 
most people, what they're framing is a memory of some sort. There you go. And so yeah. it means something. Yep. And you have to treat it like, I mean, it could be a memory of a trip. It could be a memory of a concert. It could be a memory of anything. But that's a person's life. You have to treat it with respect. We had somebody bring in. A picture of Eric Estrada bear hunting? Yeah. <laughs> But we we didn't notice when it was brought in, but when we went to frame it, there was a scratch on the photograph. We paid to get a new photograph, mm. the exact same thing, because we didn't know if we did it or not, and that was unacceptable. You don't mm. do that. That's 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 the way to do it. What's the name of your business? Frame Station Gallery. Okay. Berwin. Oh, you guys are in Berwyn in the old uh, train station. Yes. Yeah, you came yeah. out to an event recently. Yeah, we were at Camp Out. Yeah, husband. there you go. Yes, yeah. super right, well, nice guys. Awesome. Hey, well, is Alex your daughter? Yeah. Okay. Rochelle just texted me. She'll see you tonight. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Oh, my God. Support your local framers. Thanks, Betsy. Just so yeah. happened you Is guys that are the you swing with? Yeah, right? <laughs> By the way, Casey, we got a text that said, this guy, uh, I've just bought a fish wristband on Craigslist from a local framer oh. company. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that would help. I'd love to God know how much you got for it. Uh, what's uh. A, a professional Susan or a professional Karen? People are texting that in. I don't know what so, that means. So that's... People arrive at a party and say, hi, I'm Susan. <laughs> no, no. So it's part of the reason why I didn't complain because it's a big... Like it's a meme now. Karen and Susan are people that ask for the manager. They're usually uh, oh. they, they, they have a haircut like the lady from uh, uh, that's really funny. the Target things in uh, SNL. Mm, uh, well, kind of, but uh, the, the, the Johnny K plus eight. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Kate Gosling. Yeah. yeah. Got oh, that, that. oh, I see. So that's the type. Oh, they I have got that you. haircut. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah. that haircut. Or the lady, the Long Island medium. They got Listen. that haircut. Their and name's what? Karen, and, and they, they asked. They yes, want to see the manager. I, I do. <laughs> I do hate the. I need to see. I, I want to talk to the manager thing. But when somebody's lost something of yours, that's you know. There's, there's certain. Story. It's certainly understandable. You're not outlandish in your request. <laughs> you asked for something to be completed in a certain way. It wasn't. I think you need to follow yeah. through on. Well, it. Well, listen. If you take my workshop, you'll know when yeah. uh, you can ask for the manager. You All don't. Right. You don't do that right away. All right. <laughs> we have to take a break because time wise, we got to see. We're probably going to come right back after these commercials are going to go live on Fox. Good day. We got a thousand dollars to give away. I just thought people might um, appreciate who who have had something similar happen. They lose something of yours, or you know, and yeah. Come on, man. Um, um, so we're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get to that. Uh, Todd Glass is going to get wired up to his uh, uh, his hydration that we're going to do before he gets in here. Can't wait to find out about yeah, this. Yeah, we'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Here we go. Here comes the MM Army. What's going on? Join Casey Boy Friday from 4 to 6 at the Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Convention at the PA Convention Center. Philanarts.com for tickets and info. Hang with Brent Porsche Friday from 6 to 8 at the Motor Sports Race Car and Trade Show at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. Saturday from noon till 2, the NM Army rocks the Ashley Home Store winter sell-off at the Ashley Home Store on Route 130 in Delray. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. We are set to go in just a little bit. Don't uh, forget that shortly we are going to share a word with you that could be worth $1,000. Got the music going on Fox. We'll do it in a minute. Uh, Preston and Steve, they never stop either. Okay, we found this survey just out yesterday afternoon. It says men are more emotional at their work job, at the job, than women. That's according to a survey done by TotalJobs.com. That's my favorite site. Mm. Total Jobs. Yeah. I, I read this. I read the piece. 
and it and it's not yeah. what you would think. Did you take a look at it, Preston? I did. I did. Uh, emotional. You're, you're thinking crying, right. and, and, but what it is no, is guys bad. tend to get angrier yes. and show uh, more of that raw, visceral emotion at work than uh, the other way around, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, so that I believe that. Yeah, I think so too. I huh. think so too. <laughs> I tell oh, you what. What do you mean by that? Everybody's trying to stay yeah. so metered right now. Yeah. Can we yeah. all oh, meet yeah. after this for drinks and discuss? Yeah. No, uh, no, yeah, I, I, me. right. I mean, people, can, they, guy, right? I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't. We don't see a lot of emotion here because it it's, says we're thin-skinned. And also, like, either when you're getting criticized, or if you don't, your vo- ideas, and you know. Well, yeah. What I, what I read is if way. if you if your if your ideas have been overlooked, a man yes. is is more prone to get uh, uh, to be vocal about it. I We've say. learned the secret, though, Preston. What's that? We ignore everyone. Mm. <laughs> That's all you got to do, Mike. Yeah. I was criticized by my boss one time for wearing my emotions on my sleeve, and it was total bull crap. And I'm not like that at all, man. <laughs> no, I, 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 I found it. Uh, uh, I found it weird that I, I you know, I was um, criticized for being emotional. Um, well, that's that's not good. You should be able to, uh, you know, uh, show your emotion. Right. So, Kath, uh, who's the most emotional of, the, of all Ooh. the fellas? Oh no, Casey. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> Casey, she didn't think very really? long. No, I didn't have to. I, I, what you guys are saying though, I see it in in all of them, and not that you know, Marissa and I don't you know, have emotions, but um, right. you definitely see it in the men that we work with. Uh, Casey, I, I think the most, probably. Who, who's the one of us that you don't want to get emotional? Um, to get angry? Probably you. Because <laughs> Steve has, like, a, he has his own little way of getting angry, and then you're like, oh no, here it comes. It's, it usually starts with this. <sighs> yes, that's exactly how it starts. Really? <laughs> yep. When you hear that. Yeah. When yep. he starts so you know. breathing and, heavy and growling. Or you'll hear me yeah. off in this, and Preston always comments on this, you'll, he'll hear me go, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. And then that's when we go, what? The calm angry is usually worse oh, than like, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. What yeah. Steve, that's what Steve does. He does the calm uh-huh. angry. That's exactly Ooh. right, Alex. Yeah. yeah. Mine is, uh, I'll just go, uh, dude. Yeah. That's usually my <laughs> indication. That's, I'm not, I'm worried, yeah. but both of us are not happy when we get that way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We see it as, yeah. as character flaws. It's not the way to be at work. Preston's a lot of cursing. Mm. That's when, oh, when I, I know you. <laughs> yeah. Of the four guys, Preston scares me the most. <laughs> wow. Well, he is a black belt, so uh, he's probably oh, a black belt. capable yeah, of killing good. you with his bare hands. So. And he's got a booming voice. He has a commanding, authoritative voice. Oh. And he seems in charge. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's but, the dad of the show. Right. Yeah, and I'm your Aunt Peg. I will have you all know that Kathy was, was quite upset about something this morning, and... I got that problem fixed for her. So you did. I'm not criticizing no, I'm you. Just for saying she things? just she wanted some loving, and yes. Casey took care of it. <laughs> I gave it to her. Wow, I gave it to her. Guys. Yeah, we have yeah. a pretty open relationship <laughs> here at uh, WMMR. <laughs> By the way, when she to asked to have her computer fixed, that's what it means. Right. Oh, is that the code? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he probably used his USB port. Okay, yeah. that's gross. Never. <laughs> we'll see you next week, kids. Right, bye, bye. 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 bye, guys. We'll see you later. Wow, that's funny. All right. Well, uh, Dad says that it is time for this. Here we go. Ninety-three-three WMMR. Easy. Money. All right, it is. As the contest says, easy. All right, we have money to give away. There's a special word you need for the hour, and it is called, the, the word is bank, B-A-N-K. We have all these money words that we're using for this bank. 
And you have until 8.15 a.m. to enter it via text to the special contest short code number 45911. Or, of course, you can enter using the MMR mobile app or via the contest page at WMMR.com to be entered for a $10,000 grand prize. Now, you'll get a call if you're randomly selected in this Beasley Nationwide contest and win $1,000. Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. So, again, the word is bank, B-A-N-K. Good luck from Meineke and 93.3 WMMR. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, and it's brought to you by Red Robin. Red Robin Catering has a delicious range of gourmet burgers, wings, sandwiches, wraps, salads, drinks, desserts, and kids' options for your next party. Order today at order.redrobinpa.com. Red Robin. Yum. Thank you. (laughs) So there was a terrifying moment for shoppers at a Tampa, Florida Walmart on Saturday As the store was busy and filled with shoppers, a 37-year-old woman was arrested for allegedly crafting a homemade bomb while in Walmart. Excuse me, where are your fuses? Emily (laughs) Stallard was with a child at the time, according to the deputies who were called to the scene by a quick-thinking security guard. He says he noticed something wasn't quite right. The woman was roaming the aisles for more than an hour. What you doing there? Her behavior was suspicious, and on top of that, she had her uh, son with her. And as she was shopping, the security guard on duty began watching her closely, even alerting office an officer that was in the store at the time. The two men were able to stop the mom just as she was about to light the wick of a candle built in a mason jar with nails no. and denatured alcohol. Jeez. In addition to charges of arson and child endangerment, she was also charged with resisting arrest after deputies say she spit on them while being loaded into the patrol car. So she was trying to light a bomb. That's You know what? I don't think she's going to be allowed back. No, probably so. not. Imagine driving down the road, and in the vehicle next to you, you see a child holding up a sign seeking help. Drivers in Sacramento called police when they saw a sign being held up that read, Help me, she's not my mom, help. Was it a joke? Yes! Oh, my God! Oh my God. <laughs> Multiple <laughs> officers responded. Oh. The driver was pulled over. An investigation (laughs) revealed the whole thing was a joke. The girl's mother said she had no idea what her daughter was doing while in the back seat. How old was the daughter? I don't know. They didn't indicate in the story. had to be a little bit older to do something like that. Maybe a a tween or something. I used to do stuff like that all the time when I was a kid. We uh, we we used to drive to Florida every year um, from here, from Philadelphia down to Orlando, and we would always hold hold up signs, and I would always joke with my brother, she's not our mother, and I would make him pretend like we were hitchhiking and we'd just gotten somebody's car, and yeah, I would do that stuff all the time. Wow, I did not know that. The The girl's mother said she had no idea. No one was ticketed, but as you can imagine, police were pretty pissed off. Absolutely. Six units were out on this In call. this day and age? Yeah. CHP uh, <laughs> officials posted a photo of the sign on social media where it received thousands of comments. They don't just look and laugh now. No, no. I, in, 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 in department stores, when I go shopping with my mother, I'd take her to go shopping. I was in college this time. I would go like to the uh, security, and I'd ask them to say, we have a, a lost <laughs> young man here. <laughs> And call her name, and I'd, I'd be there. I'd be there waiting for her. mom. Funny. All right. So listen, when they uh, when they take your nail clippers at the uh, uh, at the airport through security, you might understand why. Now, a South Jersey woman. This is local. 
has been charged with murder what? after police say she stabbed a man multiple times with a nail clipper. Uh, police with the file part of the nail clipper? I don't know what she used on the clipper, but maybe. Police say Kathleen wow. Ayala of Millville stabbed 35-year-old Axel Torres multiple times with a sharp object early Sunday morning. Officials said officers responded to calls of a stabbing victim. When they arrived at the scene, they found Torres unresponsive with a wound to his left leg. It must have hit his femoral artery. It had to be. I was thinking the neck when you originally said this. Uh, Torres was taken to the hospital in critical condition on Monday morning. He was pronounced dead at Cooper Hospital. Dear God. Police say that... You always laugh when you hear them, you know... When that, when the nail, nail clippers, clippers are on the list. Police said that Ayala and Torres had gotten into a physical altercation inside their shared residence, and Torres left. Investigators say she chased him down huh. and then stabbed him multiple times with the nail clipper. She is charged with murder wow. and remanded to the Cumberland County Jail. Wow. All right, how about this? A man broke into the home of a woman that he was stalking, then stripped naked while the victim's husband held him at gunpoint. Deputy said around 3.15 a.m. Friday, they arrived at the victim's home and found Deron Randall naked in the living room with the resident holding him at gunpoint. Randall fought with deputies, so a taser was used on him, and he was bitten by a canine multiple times before he was taken into custody. I checked it out, officer. She's circumcised. Listen to this nut job. The victims, a married couple, said Randall began making inappropriate comments on the woman's social media accounts several years ago, and since then, she's blocked him. Uh, she's blocked him, but two years ago, he had a stove delivered to the victim's house, and on Thursday... He, tr- he twi- tried twice to break into the victim's home. Deputies said during the most recent incident, the husband heard a sliding glass door break and confronted Randall with a shotgun. So this the guy t- had a stove delivered to them? Yeah. The two men struggled, and the gun went off when the victim used it to hit Randall on the head. The, van- the man then grabbed a pistol and held Randall at gunpoint until authorities arrived. Randall stripped naked and repeatedly mumbled the woman's name while being held at gunpoint. Oh, my God. He's He's crazy. Uh, Randall stayed still after the victim fired a warning shot into the sofa. Uh, Deputy said they found Randall's bike nearby as well as a bottle of soda chips and lotion near the master bedroom. By the way, thank you for the stove. Randall was arrested <laughs> on charges of <laughs> aggravated stalking, burglary with battery, lewd and lascivious conduct, and resisting with violence. So this guy had been on their case for years. He's just a stalker. Uh, sad it had to get to this point. Yeah, exactly. All right, and then one last story. Let's end with this one. Neighbors say, this is in New Orleans. Neighbors say that they've warned the city for months that someone could get hurt if a water leak creating massive holes in their street isn't fixed, and it finally happened. The close call came when a disabled woman in her 70s tipped over in her powered wheelchair, falling into this pothole filled with water. So she went... She went in it. Oh, my God. Like on a jazzy scooter? Uh, yeah, on a, on a mobility scooter, yeah. Neighbors awoke to find her there and called 911. She needed uh, the help of firefighters to get out of the hole and was treated by EMS. Uh, the day after the uh, photo of the incident me bag popped. was posted online, contractors poured fresh tar uh, but Beverly Over the hole. <laughs> Jackson, who lives just feet from the construction mess, says that the leak uh, that prompted the digging in the first place hasn't been fixed. She received a $3,000 water bill in 2018 that she is still paying off. Jeez. Her visits to City Hall and the uh, Sewage and Water Board haven't gotten anything fixed or filled, but this woman fell into it. That's God. how big it was. Did you see the local footage, Preston? It was a couple days ago. It was, a, it was an SUV driving down a street and... and a, uh, Sinkhole. Boom, sinkhole. Yeah, it's crazy. I have another sinkhole story coming up in the next run with the B-File, which we'll do a little bit later on this morning. 
All right, let's uh, let's take a break. But I want to remind you, you got a couple of minutes left. It's uh, eight oh nine, so we have until eight fifteen. Do uh, it for you to enter the word bank for easy money, and you can do it to our short code number, which is four five nine one one. Or of course, you can also enter it through the MMR mobile app or through the. Uh, contest page at WMMR.com to be entered for a $10,000 grand prize. So get on it. Do it now. The word is bank. Send it over. We are going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Todd Glass is going to be in the studio, and we'll find out what's up with him. Stay with it because he's going to be appearing at Helium, by the way, tomorrow and then through the weekend. Back in just a moment. Stay put. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Oh, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> What's happening? I was distracted. Everybody came in like five seconds before we went on the air. I didn't get a chance to meet anybody and blah, blah, blah. So Todd Glass is here. Yeah! Oh, God. Yeah. Feel Wow. It's Todd, exciting every oh, time. Todd, we'll be at Todd, Helium Comedy Club. Uh, it is. It is incredibly exciting. Tomorrow, I'm, Thursday, and Friday. I'm not done speaking sorry, yet. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm a different person than I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Is it, really? Is it because of this treatment that you've had done? I'm just, uh, I listen more, and I'm not as effort. No, I feel crazy right now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But I'm happy to That's be here. What we need. You told me in the green room that you're now a full Hasidic rabbi. I which did. Is- it's, uh, yeah, and yeah. he knew because of the things on the yeah, sides. Yeah, and I, I didn't want to, I should have let you announce That's it, my improv you? skills. <laughs> All right, well, let's. The things on the sides. Let's, let's bring Start. everybody in on this, on, on what we're talking about. So, so Todd requested that we have a certain treatment done. Casey, did he contact you about it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Maybe this is all the rage in uh, in Los Angeles these days. But uh, we, and we, here, yeah, and here. Well, and we, here. We, we we talked about it here uh, on our show where um, I think we initially heard of it as a uh, like on site hangover treatment. Yes, uh, where you know if you you know put one on the night before you weren't feeling all that great, that there's a service that will come to your office or you know residents or whatever, and they'll administer an IV and that well, is filled with like. You know, saline, um, gummy bears, B- <laughs> gummy bears, B12, and stuff like that. So. We remember our calendar shoot when we had that little snafu when they showed up. The bachelor party had all of the equipment. It was like the leftovers of this treatment that but, they had done. But so many people are doing it now, and and apparently it's uh, it's effective. Well, I'm out what? of the loop. I'm out of the loop because I'm not familiar. Yeah, I mean, yeah I've yeah. heard of, I've heard of the hangover thing. 
but I didn't know that this is uh, all like the rage, a, as you were saying. That's what I hear. There's, okay. like, there's facilities specifically for this now. Okay. Well, and the you know facility what? that we have here is called City Hydration. Yay! And Christy is here from City Hydration. Hi, Christy. Hi, how are nice you? Nice to see you. I'm wonderful. But what were you going to say, Todd? Uh, no, I was going to... First, I was going to say something. I go, I bet that she could probably explain it better than me. <laughs> yeah. but, so then I was like, well, probably you were right to go her way. But now that I now that I have your attention, yes. I, I, real quick... I have friends that have done it over the years, and even 15 years ago I would hear about it, but it was just to me someone they, someone did on the set or that had money. I always right. thought. and It was I, for the, the wealthy. It was for, only for the wealthy. Only for the wealthy, the one percenters. And uh, so it's not a new thing. It's just new that it's you're able to do it. But my friend said at first you do it like maybe you're under the weather, but then you realize how good you feel. You're like, you know what? I just want to be like feel real good for this for my wedding or, or for something you're doing one day that you just want to feel great. You're going to a concert at night. So like in the day, you, so you're just at your best. Yeah, Todd, I saw a special on it. It was a, a, a local. It might have been, been you, uh, City Hydration Services. Uh, and uh, um, it, they were talking about the... Um, it's now become a ritual for a lot of people because I just normally associate it with a uh, like a hangover thing, okay? But there are apparently just wellness aspects to it. So, uh, what what what's in your bag, Todd? What do you? Because yeah, you're going now. Mine now. I don't want to laugh at me. To an IV right now. Right yes, now, yes, he has right an IV up. needle and, into his and arm. And by the way, my palms are sweating. Yeah, Kathy <laughs> looking, hates needles. Looking at that IV in your arm. Yeah. Oh my God! Like, Kathy will not be using the service. Some people, yeah, it's it's same with you know. Any, some people it doesn't really like. For me, it was just like a. a it sounds like I'm, I'm, and I. This is you know, like I'm not doing an ad for it. Yeah. But it was like a pinch, same, and then yeah. now I'm not even thinking. Well, about you're it. a regular intravenous drug user. So well, I am. Nothing. In all fairness, you. mine does have mashed potatoes in it. Wow! So, oh, yeah. Wow! Just because I felt she said I look low on gravy, <laughs> and I said, well, then let's give top me, that off. Give me two bags of gravy. I would say this. So. So, Funny, John, look how my my friend John. You have is a left. friend here, I guess. So, what is, yes. is is he is he the like this is a double blind experiment? If he passes away, if you know you're good. I started his intravenous about 20 minutes before <laughs> mine. If he drops dead, I pull <laughs> mine out early. No, this has been vetted quite a lot. People are people are uh, using this qu- quite often. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm sorry, your name is Christy. Is that Christy, yeah. yes. So, so how how's business been? Is it booming? It is booming. Um, we've been around for about two years now, and I, it was slow going in the beginning because it's really not well known on the East Coast. Um, I first saw this business in California. Um, then I moved to Colorado. They were everywhere in Colorado. And when I realized there wasn't anything like this in Philadelphia, um, I decided to move home and give it a shot with opening one up. Now are your customers primarily well-known comedians looking for free stuff? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our customers are everything. I mean, you have the tired mom, you have the professional athletes, you have cold and flu patients. I mean, we're kind of all across the board with the clients we see. That's so what I was going to ask about, the, yeah. the cold. Like, if you're sick, if you have the flu, you need your your fluids replenished. Um, people come to you just if they're if they're not feeling so hot. They'll they'll come in for that. Yeah. So our cold and flu infusion has been incredibly popular here. It seems to be hitting everybody um, and pretty hard at that. So we see people come in when symptoms are starting. We'll have people come in because their wife and their kids are sick. We'll have people come in when they've. It's just been dragging on and they can't really get over the hump of the cold. Um, we tell everyone our cold and flu infusion, it's all antioxidants. It is not a cure for the flu. It's not a cure for a cold. It's just going to help your body boost your immunity um, and help you get over it a lot faster. So you rec- recover quicker? Exactly. Okay. A common question coming up text messages, how much does it cost? Yes. <laughs> um, so it really varies. I mean, most of our infusions are customized by our clients depending on how they're feeling and what they're needing. It starts at $75 for a plan 
plain bag with nothing mixed in. And we've seen them go as expensive as 300 plus with the additives they choose. So, okay, uh, but if you book it through us, free. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, now, is, is it, it, so the, the, the one with nothing in it, uh, no, well, not nothing in it, it's not a novelty bag, but what, what, <laughs> what, is, the $75 what, 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 what is the basic so the fluid? The $75 bag is just plain, plain saline. Um, and a lot of people think like the vitamins and stuff are beneficial when really the hydration aspect of it is where you feel the best. So, so um, you know, Todd, you've had, obviously you had, you had with the heart issue, well, I, I had my deals. <laughs> I but, play younger. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, is that an issue? I don't want you to lose your job on Riverdale. Uh, uh, but but uh, yeah, no. But it, the saline thing is always what they give you, and it kind of it, it gets yeah. you back yeah, up and running. Yeah, it really makes you feel like you're revived. For yeah. Sure. Right, how is this different than just drinking a lot of liquids or uh, you know uh, electrolytes? I mean, um, so that's a great um, question. So absorption via the GI tract is variable, and it's susceptible to first pass metabolism, which is really just um, a fancy way of saying that a portion of what's taken in by mouth is. Um, filtered through the gut and the liver, and you're not really hitting, it's not really hitting your blood. You're going, you're going right in. Yeah, exactly. All so right. this is 100% absorption. It bypasses your, your GI tract. It's not filtered as much. It's going right into the blood cells. Okay. okay. So how, how are you feeling? I, I, whenever I've had an IV, it's weird because you'll like start to feel it. I feel, yeah. I don't know if that's a placebo what, like thing in going your on. Body? Well, you start to, you start to feel cold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll tell you. It's very common. You feel cold um, pretty much instantly. Your hand or your arm, wherever it's mm-hmm. infusing, you'll start to feel a little cold. A lot of people taste the B vitamins. I don't, do you taste it? No. no yeah. So, I taste the donut I had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a majority of people will taste those B vitamins. It kind of tastes like a Flintstones vitamin. It's not too terrible. Um, but it's the hydration that's really giving you that immediate difference. Huh. Um, we have a lot of people that love B12 in their infusions. It's B12 the is the big thing. You always, yeah. you always hear B12 mentioning. And, yeah. I, and I tried B12, and I'm going to... I was not looking to think. I didn't want to make pretend it was working if it didn't. So I was uh, during the day. I go. I don't know if I feel it at night. Absolutely. It was, but I always say it's clear headed. And I did it one more time. I don't yeah. need to do it every day. But it no. was another thing I was going to. I was like, God, I like the way that was the first time. I went and did it again. And light headed. I'm uh, not light headed. Clear headed. You know. And to me, it feels like the B12 right now. But like three times. How often do you do it, Todd? I've only done the B12 twice. Just twice? Okay. Yeah, so this to me, the closest I can get to ever feeling it was that. This right now. Yeah. Even now, and it's only been in there for 20 minutes, it feels like three times that. It feels very nice. Huh. All right, so how so how long will this effect last on you? And how, if you know, is this something you need to get done every day? I would imagine that can't be good for your, your veins and things like that. So, so uh, the Couldn't help question. but notice you have track marks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the vitamins themselves will stay in your system for about 7 to 10 days. Oh, really truly okay. feeling those effects, you're only about 24 to 48 hours, the, like the best effects of it. Um, and then those vitamins start to taper off as with anything. So the, the residual would be, uh, you, if you're thinking uh, a week, you're going to get sort of the benefits of Yeah. Now, is there, right. can they add, like, is one of the additives motivation? <laughs> can they, you know, put a little, <laughs> here's the motivation. <laughs> What some may call motivation, I call B12. So it really... Right. <laughs> it really well, depends. B12 is, is the is the go-to. Should you go to your doctor before you do something like this? So we actually Let's keep them out physicians. of this. <laughs> <laughs> we have physicians on staff. Um, all of our staff are critical care nurses, so ER, ICU, lots of experience. Um, and our physicians are also part of this. Okay. Right, the reason I ask is because I remember I started taking a, a multivitamin because I thought you should take a multivitamin. And then my doctor was like, 
don't take a multivitamin. You shouldn't take that. You should check with me before you take any vitamins. Right, of any right. Type because Always good. you may not need those or they may be counterproductive. Well, a lot of these facilities, at least uh, the ones that I know of, it is either retired nurses or nurses who are out of their field that are now moving on to open up something like this. Yeah. We kind of chose a little bit of a different business model. We wanted our nurses to still be based in hospitals, skills very fresh. Um, they're great at IVs. They're quick to think. They're, they're just more prepared, I feel like, when they have been in action and they're working in hospitals and then coming into work. You want actual medical personnel doing this. You don't want a guy in a van doing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All, right. All right, so and, and you, so this is something that you're, you're digging. So how, amongst other well, comedians yeah. and stuff, do you, do you see this a lot? Other people, entertainers using this a lot? I've, heard, I've just always heard stories. Like, yeah, they got, someone didn't feel well, they got a mobile, they called it a mobile nurse. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. they come because they're nurses, they're so registered this is, nurses. Huh. This is a classic, Todd. Because, you know, he, he, you know, it's the same reason why you, uh, you uh, serve your water in a, in a, a glass jug in your um, and it's the reason why you wanted a circular driveway. Uh, you just sor- sort of project wealth when it comes to this sort of stuff, right? Well, you just want to find out. What, what are you talking about? He's talking about you. You wanted you, you wanted the hedges turned when you were a kid. You want you, you're about presentation. Yeah. You're about making sure you're at your best. Well, why not? Yes. Well, why not? Do you have, hey, do you have a company that come out and uh, put some uh, low energy in you? <laughs> Yeah, well, I want to have a little lower I energy. want to be sedate and oh, yeah. a social outcast. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to tell you guys something, and I don't mean to jump right to it, but I know how no. it works. you got to get funny quick. People, can I tell you something? Go off the top. <laughs> when I think, when I come in here every time, what, how can I get people to come to my show? You know, uh-huh. like, you know, not like in a begging way. Look, you no. go to... You, you go to Netflix you, you, if you think I'm funny, if you're not familiar with me. Also, by the way, tonight I will be on Jimmy Kimmel. Now, we already recorded it, but we did it from his club in Las Vegas. Ah. And it's with the whole band. And it's the most different stand-up set I've ever done, seriously, in my career on late-night television. You've been calling this the event of a lifetime. I have. Yes. <laughs> there you go. It's what it says. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the name event of, my tour. of a lifetime. And that's saying a lot. And I have the whole band with me on the show. So I've never done a late-night spe- set, set with the whole band. Yeah. So they're all there. John over here, he is the keyboard guy in the band, and he's he's currently what what uh, he he blew right through his bag. Wait, <laughs> yeah. seriously, his, his bag is empty. empty. Yeah, wow. you're right. You know, what is it about a keyboard player that has them suck up <laughs> well, their juice quicker? <laughs> is he in your Netflix? Is, by the way, oh, um, yeah. uh, Steve, I you did you got three cackles out of me this oh, morning, <laughs> and uh, it's like not the most appealing thing about yourself because you think that's who you really are. In the other room, you said something. I went. <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's, I well, guess that's how I laugh when I don't have time to do the fake laugh. Like, oh, 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 oh. you know. God, is, that, <laughs> is John in your Netflix special? Uh, no, John is not. Okay, John okay. in that Netflix When are you going to film your Netflix special? Well, I'm getting close. I'm getting close to film the one that aired already. I, lo- I love the last one, by the way. Yeah. So what I'm saying is when you come to my live show, I seriously take... Uh, I take responsibility for every... And the minute you get in there, I want it to be an experience. When yeah. you're buying your ticket, what it's like. The music you're listening to in the bar before you go into the showroom. What you hear when you leave the showroom. So I, And then the band, as, the, as people are being sat. So I, I, I really care about the show. So if that's any reason... Because people spend money they don't have. Mm. Sometimes they spend money they don't have. They yeah. park, babysitters, everything ends up costing... 
and I, as I do comedy longer, I try to remember that I've yeah. made mistakes in the past when you don't you didn't give it your best. So now, yeah. put your hand down oh, yeah. so that you drink quicker. <laughs> hey, by Chris, the way, he just reached over to uh, <laughs> calm Todd down for a moment. Well, <laughs> done. So, your, your Netflix special is it, it is really really great, very very meticulous. And I know all stand up comedians or or most successful stand up comedians really you know every single beat is rehearsed and practiced. And and with the band, uh, you know you, you take it to to a whole new level. Now, I had also heard uh, when you talk about the experience, the experience for the fan, for the people that are spending money to to go to your show, that like um, I heard that you even with the green room, you will go in and you will you'll spend money and you'll you'll decorate the green room just to sort of make sure well, it's, that it's you know, it gets sometimes that stuff. And I don't know if it's my own insecurities, the, the it gets exaggerated. But basically what I've done is, you know, you're in a green room. They don't it's really bright. Yeah. You know, and they don't have a lamp. Most clubs, if they figure it out after years, if you're, you know, okay, it's people are going to be hanging in here. That is not conducive to hanging out. You want mood lighting. So, so I, at Target, you buy a lamp and you leave it. Right. You leave it for the for the club. You're like, there you go. And now hopefully they, every comedian uses it. I, I so hear stuff it's, like it's that. about presentation. I, I I agree with that a thousand percent. Yeah. So you're, you're very you're very proud of this. You got. I have to ask you because on on your uh, on your Twitter page you have all these animations, all these cartoons. To promote and promoting the show, mm-hmm. is is uh, is there the chance that we're going to see a Todd Glass animated series or no? But it's fun. They t- the the Josh would take the take these. They were called mashups. They would take literally you talking about a sketch and turn it into a sketch. It was yeah. really I cool mean, they, way to do they're it. They're like, well done. Yeah, because you're just talking it. You know, like sometimes yeah. you'll talk a sketch. You'll be like, yeah, what if this? And they would take it to life. And uh, they they ended up on the uh, on the internet. They're very uh, funny. They're they're, they're bits of your routines and stuff, and they're 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 animated, and and it's the, the animation's top level. And did I did I ever tell you the speaking of animation? Yeah, you know, speaking of that, speaking of other things, this happens. A little turnaround, you put it all in a bowl. Next thing you know, who's to say you can't talk about the frame situation that happened before? So Do you have a you personal know, experience. You never know the way it turns around that's in conversation. The best segue I've yeah. Ever yeah. Heard. But seriously, was Dun- was Dunkirk necessary? <laughs> Put it in a bowl, well, spin it around. I brought my dad. I don't mean to, but by the way, you know my dad did pass away. That is the truth. Truth. Y- yes. I'm sorry but I that. brought him to a. After he passed away, I dragged him to a frame shop, <laughs> and I told them this is a yes. true story. Yeah. That's why I was yes. wanting right. to get in here. Right. Yeah. yeah. How important it was to me. I said I. I picked. I. I said this is my dad. He's dead, yeah. and <laughs> I want to have him framed. And I go back next week. Oh no! He's not there. Oh, no. And the oh, shirt God. is framed. Oh, I go. What are you doing, my dad? There was a body. Yes. Yeah. No. That. And that pisses you off. Yeah. You can, tell me you can, didn't pay. Can, can I say add my serious <laughs> thoughts to that for oh, whatever that wasn't it's worth? Serious. That wasn't thought. my serious. Wait, wait, that didn't happen. <laughs> that wasn't my serious. Is that I can know? I know from knowing this happened once with somebody's pictures after a wedding. Yeah. Uh, not all of them, but uh, the most empathy that it is met with the easier it makes for you to try to go like if it's like i think what happens let's say it's a picture of your of your your grandmother whatever yeah. it is what would you have wanted your grandmother to do in that situation like to be nice to this person to be like she'd probably want it to be the best scenario in the world so yeah. if someone meets it with knowing how important it is like to just go they look genuinely crushed to me it would make it easier to go look People make mistakes even on these big things and try to meet it with 
it sucks, but it's okay. Yeah. You know, like to let, but it helps when it's met with empathy. And I, I know someone that dealt with it once with pictures. It wasn't met. It was met with just like matter of factness. Like, yeah, sometimes that happens. It's like, oh, I think this person needs more than that right now. Yeah. Would, would you freak yeah. out? Would you, I would try to, I really would hopefully try to go to the best place I could be and go, I could do this. This is that person. I know it sounds a little cheesy. It's basically me. Like, could you say, could have that happened to you? Yeah, I could have done a stupid, stupid thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they lost a body on you. I mean, that's... Oh, that's no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, deceased. <laughs> I mean, does the shirt at least still smell like him or... A little bit, yeah. a little bit. Why can't... Why have we as a society we, not ever entertained the notion of taxidermy when it comes to loved ones? You know, I heard it's illegal. I asked somebody Is it? once like 10 years ago and it's illegal. I've only seen it in uh, foreign countries where they've done stuff like that. No, yeah, you don't look healthy. Not by taxidermy; the way. they bury yeah. it. They, it depends on what place you bring it to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know Maybe a guy. Maybe I can get it next time I come in here. Could you get a taxidermist that does people? I want to start talking to him on your show, and then I want to be left here in the President and Steve studio. If I die and you're still doing the show, yeah. I want to be. I want to sit over in the corner with I'll a drip bag and we mean from this- uh, from uh, City Hydration. Yep, as an honor. It, if there's anybody we'd want hanging on the wall here after they, they go, we don't want you to go, but we want Todd Glass. Uh, Christy, how's his uh, how's his bag doing here? He's doing well. He's going a little slow. Um, it does look like Do you think yeah, because he's, he's, he's energetic around. and he's doing, can that slow it down? Um, no, no, no. It's more Is so he so full moving. of funny? <laughs> it's because you're moving. Um, yeah, it's just with his arm moving back and forth, it's just a little bit positional, okay. so it's going slow. Yeah, because John's about done over there. Yeah, yeah. he is done. Oh, John's finished. Outside, John could not stop making jokes. He goes, let me, he goes, Ty, let me help you out. Give yours a little push. And he took the bag, you know, where the sailing was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. he acted like he was going to go, <laughs> yeah, like a good, just big, go. Yeah, I'm done. Um, <laughs> well, John is skinnier, so uh, maybe there's a, there's a little more room. A little more room? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of different factors as to why it would go in faster versus slower. Size of the veins, size of the catheter we use. Yeah. Um, is, it, is it the same solution? It's the same solution. Okay. Yeah, they have the same thing. So and what, what, what solution is this? So Woo! I feel great! <laughs> what if I overdid it, but that's not what they want to let their clients be? Yeah. Yeah. Go lift up. Uh, I think I could lift up like a uh, like a dumpster right now. Okay. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Do you want to try it? What, is, what, what does he have in there, Christy? So he has vitamin ah! C, B twelve, B complex, vitamin um, C, B twelve, B twelve complex. Well, uh, B complex and B twelve. B complex, B. Okay, um, he also has magnesium and calcium as well. So is it's it, just an overall wellness bag. He doesn't have anything like specific for it, like geared towards hangover. Is it possible that after this Todd will be possessed of such superhuman strength that we will have to <laughs> tase him to get him out of the studio? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Right. <laughs> no. Can I tell you something that I noticed? Now, do you want it to be about what we're talking about right now or just be something completely Can I get serious? Well, I think it's music? great. People that... Uh, I, uh, there's a name for these people, and they're called two minutes. They want to tell you how close to where they live is to something. And it really is a thing. These people, they'll go like, oh, where I live in two minutes. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Gulf Mills in two minutes. Two minutes. I, I, get, I get to the Tony to my bridge eight minutes. 
Eight minutes, I get there. John, fill it in in the background real much. Two minutes. I go nine minutes. Nine minutes. I get down there. On 17 minutes, I'm in, I'm in the Cherry Hill. 17 minutes, I get to Cherry Hill. 14. I get two hours. Two hours. I get in my car to Florida. Go to plane. I get on 16 minutes. I'm in Pensacola. I'm in Pensacola in 16 minutes. And that's door to door. I can get on a jitney. Get to... Wildwood, New Jersey, one hour and seven minutes. There you go. Wow. It's true, though. There are people who do that. Wow, the bag's working. Yeah, yeah. thank you. I'll yeah, tell you what. I know it's about 20 minutes to city hydration from here. <laughs> Picture that wow. bit. Dude, listen, my dad, my dad was amazing at that. So my dad drove a truck for a living. He... Which he would say, "I'll be home in seven minutes." He was home in seven minutes. I mean, and it, and it was never like he would just you, sit outside with the truck. Yeah, on it. No, usually, <laughs> God usually, damn it, I made it in four minutes. Usually, people round it to the nearest five minute, right? <laughs> so it's like you know, oh, I'll be there in a half hour. I'll be there in twenty five minutes. My dad would be like, "All right, I'll be there in sixteen minutes," and it was always. And they drive minutes. reckless back then. If your dad wanted to be right on time, he'd kill the whole family. No, I, it's eight minutes away. <laughs> Turning hard corners. But I do want to say this. Please. Okay. Okay. I got nothing. No. Um, <laughs> hey, how's the podcast going? The podcast is, my podcast got canceled. Thank you. I asked you not to bring it up for when I, minute I got it before when I saw you in the hallway. Um, the podcast is going great. The I'm a fan. The podcast is going great. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll tell you, you're all right. You know, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you. Um, I'm getting my B12 bag. That, see the bit you just, two minutes, four minutes, just John filling in. Imagine that, but with five band members doing that. It's overwhelming. You it have a five-piece band? I have three, I'll have three instruments and sometimes two fillers, like just bongos and a tambourine, because for the bits. Like he that's has three bit. guys, but some of the guys have two <laughs> instruments pressed. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Who lives the closest to you? How many minutes away? Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, I don't know. He's, he's doing <laughs> a recall. <laughs> <laughs> but it's your true. band is excellent. I, Honestly, I like the old style. To me, like on the Netflix special, it put me in mind of of a sort of and I, uh, to harken back to people who remember when when Carson would riff with his band with Doc Severinsen, and when there was a sort of fun thing, and and Phils were put in. And well, I grew fun. up watching that, and I and when I was thirteen, I saw Don Rickles, and he had a band, and I always thought. Because I think some people might go, why the band? At least that's my, what I, you know, I wonder if they come yeah. in and they go, why does he have a band? You're at a comedy club and most of the time where I perform. And uh, that's why. Because I thought, well, why aren't I doing it? Why, that I could do whatever I want. So I started going, I want to tour with the, how are we doing over there? <laughs> there this just doesn't look good. Oh, she's <laughs> raising it all the way up to the ceiling because yeah. we need gravity to force it yeah. down. Yeah. So, uh, so the, uh, so. lay on the floor? No, I feel okay. Okay. <laughs> Todd, with the band, and I mean this is a total yes. compliment, it, it, it's obviously rehearsed, but it seems like it's improv. Do you know what? Can I tell you something? Please. I hope this is interesting to talk about on the radio, but it, people will know when they go see it. A lot of it isn't. Once, especially with John, John Brand Wagner, when he's with me, he it's, if if he knows he knows how to do it like you can ad lib more than you think. That's great. And uh and and they off the cuff, you know, uh, just it's whenever I call on them, they're always there for whatever bit. It is a lot of fun having the band on the road. I feel like it's getting to do the best sketch. Is this what you've always sort of dreamed about yes, having this yeah, vibe? Where you have sort of a traveling review or a, like a like a troupe of just stand up with yeah. a band. You know, yeah. it's like you get to play and it's fun. But anyway, how I much digress. more expensive is this? You got you got these guys got to stay somewhere. They got to eat. You 
you got to you know you pay him. You use a local. I, what I've learned, uh, if John there is just one person. There are hostels all over the country. He'll round up hostels. other musicians. Uh, use a local drummer. You, oh. can, you can always teach two, three local people, and so you're just bringing one person with you. Should ask oh. me, dude. I would have. I would have accompanied. Do you know that well, Preston uh, is Preston? We kid you not. <laughs> Preston is a sensational drummer. Well, I, well, but would you have wanted to do six shows? Not oh, hell no. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. no, no. I would have done one of them though. Well, you know what? You still can. I got a gig on Friday night already, but yeah, maybe we can fit that in. We'll talk. Well, listen, here's what I'd like to do. You'll mm. do the Saturday. Oh, Freddie, I locked you. <laughs> Saturday, you'll do both shows. I won't have it any other way. Um, I'm two minutes from there, six minutes from there, sure. Now, I want to ask you a true or false Please. question. Please. Do you think this is true or not? A friend of mine, his uh, wife, uh, his, the... the uh, <laughs> Keep going. Are you getting your, your bag changed? I, We're watching the, reason, the pit being the reason, formed. It's, it's like when an egg opens up. And what is this going to be? The reason is because I looked over at Steve and he looked like he was one step ahead of me. He goes, well, I think it's probably false. So he's stuttering it out. Yeah, I think, so I thought, I think he's on to me the already. The fact that you didn't even know what the story was right, that, led me to believe it might be false. Because I'm making it up. So yeah. By the way, a, Todd's going to be at Helium yes. Comedy Club uh, tomorrow and Friday and Saturday. Just <laughs> want to let you know that. Okay, sorry. And And Jimmy Kimmel tonight. Uh, there, there's the set with the bands. So. How is Kimmel's? Are, are you doing it on on the Kimmel set? You said you're at his club in Vegas. Yeah, we shot it already. And, and Jimmy re- Jimmy is is from Vegas and mm-hmm. has always wanted to have a comedy club. And, and we hear nothing but great things about it. Yeah, they did it. They did it really nice. You know, mostly what the showroom is very important, but also what is even more important is the green room. And he did the green room on his comedy club like it's at his show. Like his show is. There's nothing else like it. Like, yeah. Uh, and I and I've been to like not perform. I haven't performed on the Tonight Show with Johnny, but I went right. to see someone that went and was there when Jay was there and been to a lot of green rooms over the years. But Kimmel's is just this like own thing, and it's gigantic, and there's like food everywhere, and there's pool tables, and it's just a oh, really wow. fun, fun green room. Water served in yeah. glass pitchers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. lo- he loves he loves comedians. He loves you. Yeah. How, how long have you known him? That you, I, we- you know what? I know him, but don't know him. It's really weird. Like, you know someone, but you don't know them. You know, you don't see him that often, but you feel Did like you find out he was he was a fan, or, or what? No, I knew him. I... I, I when Sarah dated him, she would tell him, oh, you got to yeah. have Todd on the show, but let him do bits. Yeah. Like, let him do different things. And that's sort of how I got to do it, oh, you know, just yeah. to do different bits. And you've been friends with Sarah for a long time, Silverman, yeah. Sarah used to sleep on our sofa. It was, I used to live with a, a guy named Dave Rath. He's a manager. And then Sarah would come in from New York and she would sleep on our sofa. And I always thought she was so cool. I don't know why. But she, I, like, I mean, she was. She she's been great, and she, she and she was. And we know that she's part of the reason you're here on this planet today. Right? You're right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, you know, really, she's uh, probably the reason I almost died because she was the one <laughs> telling people I was okay. <laughs> she was going, "No, he's just high. He's fine." <laughs> Jeff Ross. Is the oh, Jeff Ross. <laughs> By the way, along the lines of the people who always say how far away they live from things, how many minutes, there are also people who say who slept on their sofa too. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I yep. knew it. Mm-hmm. Preston, about five years ago, can I tell the story? <laughs> Please. I'm okay I with it. I bumped it's been into a while. him in the hallway. I was going around the corner, and I bumped into him in the hallway. And that was yeah. it. I said, I'm sorry. I, I thought I was very, like, I wasn't like a jerk. He goes, one day. <laughs> he goes, I don't care if it's five years. I'm gonna, you're going to say something. Then I'm going to call it back, and I'm going to put it right in your face. Yeah. And that's exactly, wow. I guess, you. And I thought he forgot about he it. He never no. I thought that he let he it. He never forgets. Do you think I'm performing good today? 
Do you think the people yeah. listening? Because I said I'm going with my A game. What's it say well, at the top by the of way, those notes? Uh, two minutes from eight minutes. Oh, no, wait. Preston uh, and Steve. Frame Dad's body. Oh, well, Preston, that, and, Preston Steve. and Steve. I'm sorry. <laughs> These, those were the things I write in the green room. Uh, what about okay. true or false? Because we never did you the never true or false. You never got the true or false. Well, the yeah. true or false was, the, actually, I won't tell you what it was, but a friend of mine, true <laughs> story, you. Not that could be fake, okay. fake, but I sell it. I have to sell it real, sure. otherwise it's hard to sell it. So anyway, yeah. but this is actually a true story. <laughs> um, a friend of mine, his, uh, he told his wife, he she saw he saw how affectionate his wife was with the dog. Okay. So he just said, maybe half kidding, he goes, Why don't you treat me more like the dog? So and now every time he poops in the house, his wife squirts him with a water pistol. <laughs> Which by the way is a humane way. I told somebody that story and they go, Is does that work? I go, Well, I think i I heard it was a non Physical way to maybe train your dog if it's barking or something. I think I saw it on a show, which I like anything that creates non-physical for anything, human or dog or anything. I thought Mm -hmm. to squirt the water pistol. But let's say you have a dog I thought of after I heard the water pistol thing. Right. The water pistol's not working. I mean, okay, you got to stop at one point. You can't have, like, if he's really a bad dog, you get, like, a fire hose. You're, like, just right over to the neighbor's yard. Sure. Oh, you act like you're trying to go, no, let me just squirt him a little bit. You open up that hose. <laughs> the dog, <laughs> right over to the neighbor's yard. You go, oh, I tried to just use the water to teach him, but he got, he was a bad dog. I think he's somewhere. I can't see him. He's on a farm. We got, we, we used to get rid of, so, like, not so many, but once in a while, we'd have a dog growing up, you know, when you try to fix the story as you're telling it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We get rid of so many. I don't want to make it look like out of proportion, but over the years, it probably yeah. three stories, and me and my brothers didn't honestly figure it out till we were older. I didn't even know it was a thing. We had a dog, and it would always go to a farm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. but the everybody's farm, farm is put to yeah. sleep. Yep. Yeah, the dog. Yeah, they put the dog down. They didn't want to break it to the kids. Anyway. No, there's a and farm think, out there. that has got a ton of dead dogs. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think it's a, <laughs> <laughs> they just to kill it. Yeah, yeah. Just, I think a lot of times. It's not always a, ba- a parent that was doing anything wrong. The dog, they could have realized the dog was aggressive and not or able a dog, to be. Or for a kid, or the dog could just gets sick and it's in, and it's in pain or whatever. It has to be put down. It's, yeah. it's easier to to lie oh, to right, your child. Right, right, right. Yeah, he's you know because when I first saw these two dogs in the park, I remember. I just realized I can't tell this joke. <laughs> you did? And you're, well, tell, try, I'll tell try you what it, it is. Try but when we get to the part that is the part I can't do, you're going to go, why would you even have thought you could ever? Well, we it? egged you on, so we'll take the blame for it. Thank you. Go ahead. That uh, when I saw these, but well, this is a true story. <laughs> um, it's a true story. Why would, why would I make it up? True story. When I was younger, I saw two dogs in the park, and they were going at it, you know, uh-huh. bumping yeah. each other. Yeah. And right. I asked my dad what they were doing, and he said, because he didn't know how to deal with stuff, and he just said, he goes, they're, they're, I remember, like, he said, they're playing a game. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I just asked him, I go, like, I took a beat, you know, like a little kid will, and I go, what's the game, you know? <laughs> and he said, it's effing. <laughs> it's ball. And he said it. Yeah. Did you watch sure. the Golden Globes by any chance? No, I did not. Oh, because Ricky Gervais, he, you know, he did, did a little bit of a monologue, and he had gotten to a joke where, yeah, we'll yeah. get you a water. Um, and he had gotten to a joke where... Just top off his bag. Uh, <laughs> that's so weird that you need water, but you've got uh, the saline going through your it's body. Diff- did you hear what they said from no, City Hydration? So cleanly and brilliantly, she explained the difference between water that would make you thirsty and the hydration that would make you feel like I do right now. Uh, I feel like, can I tell you right now? Yeah. I could bend steel. <laughs> and I'm not thinking just, I'm, I'm, I'm not just thinking yeah. maybe I... Thank like you very much. All right, thank so, you, Marissa. You were saying, Casey, about that he got to a joke. He got to a joke where you know he had Judy written it Dench. down, yeah, and, yeah. and it was about Judy Dench, and he's like, I can't, 
I can't do this joke. And, I mean, they bleeped out half of the joke on uh, on national television. Have you ever been on stage and you thought you thought better of a joke that you were about to tell and had to hang yeah. a 180 away from yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Sometimes, you know what it will be? I'll be doing an old joke that I didn't realize. Ah, just don't. I have a different relationship with what I say that comes out of my mouth. So I'll be like, so I'll think of an old joke, but then halfway through I go, oh, that's not nice. Right. You know, and I, I just want to stop. I go, I'll just go, you know what? Ah, I don't need that joke anymore. <laughs> it's usually, well, listen. Eisenhower you talk stuff. about. A four, I think what you're talking about is at the ice cream places. Is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. When they have the sign that says four sample limit. That's not what you're talking no, about? No, no, no. Just oh, a Just Do you mind if I talk about it? Please. Please. <laughs> no, this, no. This, I'm, just, it's I'm a having a conversation here. I don't know why that's funny. I'm not, I'm not like somebody who just comes in with, you're, you're talking. It's a back and forth thing. You're not just coming here and try to do your jokes. No. Right, you try like to this. come in here and you talk. It's a, you talk. And yeah. I just, I honestly, honestly thought you said something about, I, I thought, I know you said something to him and then I thought he went, I thought you went, Steve. Exactly. I, you went something like, you know when you're at those ice cream places and it says, you know, three sample limit. You didn't right. say something like that? On the paper no. it says, I said something and said Todd says something and then he yeah. says something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we were talking about the ice cream store with the three. The things. The sample. Limit. I have yeah. a theory. And yeah. I, to add on to a series that I had, a joke series, I call a lot of my jokes series. I had a series called... <laughs> If you see a sign that says "Don't do it," it means somebody did it. Yes, because yes. okay. yep. you know they don't just put. You know, if it says, you know, you, I don't have to repeat the bit, but I will yeah. do one example from the old pile of uh, <laughs> part of this joke. Um, uh, for instance, if you see a sign that says "No diving in the jacuzzi," yeah, somebody dove into a jacuzzi. Which <laughs> think about that—that's crazy. Yeah. A moron. Yeah. A moron. <laughs> and I don't like to call people morons because if I'm so smart, why shouldn't I be so smart to just talk about people kinder? But I don't know the word for it. By the way, I hope this guy probably had a dad. You have children. You have people that love you. Yeah. Who are you to go? Hey, I'm going to go dive into that jacuzzi. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you're better off. Did you work? You worked at a? Did you work at? So Dairy Queen and I did work at Dairy meeting? Queen, not to brag. Um, <laughs> but so when you talk about signs that, you know, if there's a sign, I'm, I'm going to make full circle. Everyone's going to be proud of me. It's okay to get a little lost, but you got to deliver. No. So here's the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So the ice cream place, it says three sample limit. It doesn't say four. It right. says three sample limit. And I thought about something. That tells a story. That tells three sample limit. You know what that story tells me? Look, lunatics come in different forms. Yeah. So when I use the word lunatic, people might go, lunatic? Yeah, lo- that means a lunatic. <laughs> Anybody that would go get three samples is a lunatic. Look, you certainly have problem with boundaries. If right. you're going to go, can I taste one? Can I get another? Can I get a third? Is there any stopping you? <laughs> So that's what I think that uh, four, four three, is enough. Three sample. Limit. I think three is too much. I I agree. Matter of fact, if I'm with people, one I'm okay with. You have to realize that not everyone's like you. People have a right to go get a sample of ice cream, Todd, even if it's something you're insecure about. It. I say no sample, none. Do you none. ever do you ever sample deli meat? Uh, I've seen people do that. Can I sure. have a slice of that? Oh yeah, yeah. I've done that. I've tried cheese. You, right. So you can Stuff do that like occasionally. That. Same thing. Yeah. You don't do four yeah. or five different types of. I trust the relationship where I'm getting it, but in the right situation, definitely. In that situation, I could lie and go, no, I don't do it there either because I seem like a hypocrite. There's something different about yeah. the ice cream. But it's they just... have the little spoons. That's yeah. Uh, you're you're one of those, spoons. aren't you? Uh-huh. What about? Yeah. You're what trying about... to gain the system. And so my, my kids are big. They, they love to do the free samples. I, I'll give them one, and that is it. And it's only because they haven't been on the planet that long, so they haven't tried. If you're a 40-year-old man and you don't know what uh, rum raisin tastes like, <laughs> like, you, you've, you know. Can I tell you something? Yes. 
And if it's at the place at the yogurt place where you do it yourself in a little cup, all right, you're not, you're not. That's fine. Go right, over in yeah. the corner, have a ball. But uh, where they have to <laughs> scoop it for you. So I have a different standard for if you're doing it yourself at yeah. least because it's not making someone else do it. Sure. And, you're, yeah, for kids, of course, of course. It should, yeah, whatever a kid wants They're to do. They're our future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tease them well, Steve, right? Exactly. Oh, I disagree wholeheartedly. I think that you can sometimes be in between flavors, or maybe there's one you've never tried before. Or I don't say, I say that not every rum raisin is the same, sir. Okay. There are a lot of places that make their own <laughs> ice creams, <laughs> and I would like to try that. Preston's one. dessert sometimes of choice is look, ice cream. Sometimes you look at rum raisin, it is a very clear, milky white look. Other times it's kind of brownish. Hmm. hmm. I wonder how that okay. one tastes as opposed to the other I'm one. I'm going to not to be a wishy-washy with my opinion, but to prove that I could change my opinion, I'm changing my stance. I'm going to say... Four samples? It's, a lot of it's just with <laughs> this, the demeanor and you don't, you're, you're, you're matter-of-fact about it. Yes. Hey, could I try the... Just treat, talk to the person. You don't have to, go, you know, you don't have to make... I hate to be face. an imposition. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a little wishy-washy here. Yeah. I just had an IV bag. <laughs> <laughs> you get, and you, and you're, you're right. Not all are the same. So I guess really... Uh, it's just it's a it's how you it's it's in it's a case by case situation. So Casey was wrong, All and right. what you said to especially Preston was disrespectful. I apologize. And I'm, as a fan and of the show that. and honored to be here, right. I'm not trying to kiss anybody's tukis. I thought you were way out of line. I was way out of line. <laughs> what are your uh, What are your thoughts on free samples? Because free. you see it at the, the you know the fudge, the fudge kitchen. The you mall. Yeah, well, Costco. Yeah. You can go yeah. around and spend an hour trying the samples. <laughs> Costco. I, I got in trouble at Costco. That's when I realized the world people are people are crazy. Yeah. Uh, I was. I had a World bar- War Two wasn't an indicator. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like. And by the way, this does make sense. Please remind me to get back to what I did at Costco. Okay, okay. but it does have to do with uh, you know you said. At, uh, um, World War II? Nazis? Yeah, the... Uh... What did you do at Costco? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> World Costco. War II. World War II. Uh, Hit- oh, Hitler. 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 Ice cream samples. Someone told me Nazis. that Hitler... This is a true story. That they told me this. Whether yes. it's true or not, right. it's true. I don't know. Okay. But uh, they said Hitler ate a piece of cake every day. Isn't that crazy? I told my friend, I don't think it's the craziest thing about him. <laughs> so I don't know if you yeah, read yeah. up on anything. Yeah, yeah, I don't think crazy. it's not like I'm looking to finally go. Wait, he ate a whole piece of cake every day. I knew he was crazy. <laughs> I knew he was. There was something off about that guy. I knew it. Now we talk about costume. I, I like him okay. even less. <laughs> I like him less now, and I hardly liked him at all. And then we got to wrap up after. I know. Thank I'm you sorry, for telling man. me. Don't be sorry. Be nope. glory. All right. That's oh something. That's something. That's that's a new one. She did that before. <laughs> well, that's something that Sarah Silverman's, my friend John over here in the band, I try to give him some shout-outs, John Bram Wagner, he said that Sarah Silverman said that on one of her shows once. Don't be sorry, be glory. I th- made me laugh. I asked her about it. She goes, she didn't remember doing it. Oh, so it's yours now. So well, it's mine, yeah. of course. And yeah. she uh, passed away. So who cares? <laughs> no, she didn't. I don't know anymore. I don't follow no, comedy no, as well as I used to. <laughs> so, um, Costco. So thank you, Costco. Uh, I had a barbecue. I, I lit it up nicely. It wasn't like I used too much lighter fluid. And uh, You don't want to be aggressive. With a barbecue, you don't want to be aggressive, especially when you're in in front of other people. So I made it's rude, and I got thrown. They said you can't have a barbecue at Costco. <laughs> uh, people, 
this is the, 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 the reason I think that joke is funny. The, per, the moron is the one telling the story. You ever hear a story from a moron's perspective and they don't even change it? They don't know. By your own story, you look like the wrong one. I, I love that kind of, of delivery, and you do that a lot, which is very funny. Thank you. And I, to me, that, that's, it's, it, it's a level of self-deprecation, and I Thank find you. self-deprecation oh, I know we have very to go. funny. We do have, we have to, to go. go. Thank you. Just get, Can I have, just say goodbye? With, if I'm in, uh, me, you know, I don't ask for a lot. Your please. early show on Saturday is I'm sold sorry. out, by the way. Thank oh, you. You're, you're, you still have liquid. Put show? your arm down. Uh, the 7.30 show on Saturday is sold out Oh, and already. there's a Sunday show, too. Yes. Yeah, well, Todd's there's no work on Monday. Okay. Is that the show you're doing with uh, Kanye? It's the it's the, uh, I the have mask? No time. I have time. I just have to say goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I make myself look like the one that's got to run. Right. I'm um, sorry. This I, is always so much yeah. fun. I'm going to say it. I love it. This is just coming in here. I, when I sit in that green room, now their green room is crazy different. It's cool, you're, right? You're, 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 you see what's going on in here, and you get excited, and then you come in, and it's great every time. I love it every time. It's, it's the only radio show I don't mind getting up early for on uh, the planet. So thank you. We love that. We love you, There we Todd. go. Thanks He's going to be here for another hour because his bag's not I know. <laughs> hey, that's not, you know, that's rude. Christy, Christy from City Hydration. I don't know where she went. She left. Uh, oh, she's Nick talking Thune to Nick Thune. Getting, yeah, Nick, Nick Thune. Thune. Is he getting one? Yeah, he's getting a bag. He he was jealous. He was oh. dead, actually. Yeah, he <laughs> and uh, Todd were on the same flight yesterday. I know I had a good Nick Thune story. I'll tell it next time. But Are it was sure? a good one. Okay. Oh. Right. Oh. oh. Ignore me doing this and just go to break. Like, I'm trying to get you to. Heliumcomedy.com so to get tickets Ooh. to see Todd Glass oh. uh, tomorrow night at 8, Friday Ooh. and Saturday, 7.30 at 10, oh. although one of those is sold out, and then Ooh. Sunday at 7 p.m. So Todd Glass. Oh, you're gonna wanna. Oh, oh. I thought that was the Todd Glass theme song. Oh, it's so. It's really a good one. Oh, we're gonna take a break and be back. Nick Thune oh. will be here with us. I think you'd want to hear. Him. And we also have the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. Uh, the best story uh, have come out. So we'll be back in just a moment. Oh. <laughs> What's new? Glad you asked. Green Day. Sergio Simpson. Papa Roach. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Their next guest is going to be performing at World Cafe Live tonight at 8 o'clock. The tour is called Sad Music, and he is currently hooked up to an IV here in our studio. <laughs> Just like yeah. Todd Glass was from City Hydration. This is Nick Thune. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Nick. How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. I know it means a lot to you guys. <laughs> it, uh, it, it does. does. <laughs> it absolutely does. Yeah. We should offer this. This should be like a thing when guests come in. Would yeah. you Would you like hydration? Yeah. Well, this is the first time we're trying the cyanide mix. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no. You might lose listeners, but you might gain guests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. But you've done this. You've done this many times before. The hydration. Yeah. 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 Um, I well, I did it. I. I I do have a history of uh, over drinking, mm-hmm. um, which is in my history. Yes, but when I I used to think that if I just I could just drink all the time and tour as long as I got an IV every week or so. Okay, <laughs> which is some sort of a preventive from dying <laughs> right, in my mind. Right, right. But um, right. now I do it. Hydration just feels good. Okay, you, you say you don't drink a lot of water, but so and that's initially when I first heard about this whole process was as as a sort of a morning after. Patch to get. I thought you were going to say pill. Yeah, they can put that in here. <laughs> they can too. Are you pregnant? You've never gotten pregnant, so there not you go. today. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's it's uh, it's good to have you back. Obviously, this this show, which I'm I'm uh, very interested in, um, sad music, sad comedy. Explain uh, what we're going to see if we attend the show. Tonight. You know, it's a variety show. Uh, Damien, who I'm touring with, is a uh, I think prolific musician just puts a lot of stuff out. Really talented, and you yourself a, a musician, very tied into music. Yeah, comedy and music, right. and and it's you know it's a variety show. It's for me, I I you just go out and you see comedy and and comedy, and you go out and you see music. And I thought, why not put it together and try and tour with it? So we're doing a little trial run. It's a cool concept. We're talking about the sort of the uh, I'm just talking about with Todd and the and the whole approach, and it's something that I I think is maybe uh, it, the time is right for it because it's just. Um, I used to love stuff like this. There used to be variety shows on all the time, and they were you know it gave it was a Whitman sampler of things and things the the way certain things will pair well together, music and comedy, and uh, make for a good show. And musicians generally have a pretty good sense of humor. Yes, so, yeah. You know, there's that whole thing like where you know comedians want to be musicians and vice versa. Would you describe yourself as a as a comedian who happens to be a very good musician or a very good musician who happens to be a comedian? I would describe myself as a doctor. A doctor? Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. Can you do that legally? Or <laughs> On your Twitter it says Notary it's, Public. Yeah, I am also a Notary Public. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would go comedy. Well, comedy? I mean, yeah. Comedy, but I, the whole reason that music is involved is because when I was younger, I, I thought that I could be a musician. But right. I, I just couldn't take myself seriously enough and also... Talent was a big problem. <laughs> mm, gets in the way. It's always a stumbling yeah. block. Yeah. <laughs> so you do what you're good at, and uh, I was good at, um, you know, trying to make people laugh. So yeah. I, I, uh, I love the music aspect of it though because of the ambiance or the scoring in a movie. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Well, let me ask you: when you started in comedy, was the guitar part of the act from the beginning? Because it, it's certainly a staple now. Yeah, in in the beginning, it was poetry. So I would go. I wasn't. Taking myself seriously as a poet, but I would go to these poetry open mics, and I would have a character. So I would write a poem that was horrible, <laughs> and my character that night would be like, I think maybe my hips out. I don't know, but I'm going to get through this poem anyway, and then just constantly kind of talking about my hip. And, I, and, and what a, I was really parody, trying to do is a parody surprise. of these guys, right? Yeah, yeah, I was trying to do a surprise. I don't know. I just figured what. What better audience than people that are expecting something so different? And then have them wonder, what what was that? Was that real? I don't know these people. I'm not going to mention, oh, this was a bit. Right, yeah, right, right. You know? yeah. And I, it helped me learn about audiences and expectations and how to, you know, surprise people. Was it received Was it received well? Enough of no, it? No, no, no. It was not at all. It was a disaster. No, because it turns out they actually take their craft seriously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess my heart has always gone out to the guy who, who is very earnest and like there used to be a place over here, like a sandwich place called Pod Bellies, which yeah. is basically like a subway and you'd go in there and there'd be a guy on a stool and and with the guitar at like one o'clock in the afternoon and the lunch crowd, and he's really trying. And I always yeah. feel obliged to applaud, you know, yeah. because someone's trying. And to me, that's the hardest thing in the world is to, you know, is, is to be in that situation, that, 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 that clawing up stage, you know? And the difference between somebody that you feel like you need to give an applause to or somebody that you, I, I always say this about good comedy people get scared when they come to comedy like um oh, it's probably going to be rough and i'm going to feel bad for the guy 
Not if it's a good comedian. <laughs> you actually yeah. will never think of that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Right, and, and you are a good comedian, and you make me laugh, and, and sometimes you know why you're laughing, and sometimes you don't. And so I, I, I fall down these YouTube holes, and I've been watching a lot of Norm MacDonald lately, and, and Norm always seems like he's six jokes ahead of you, right? Like he's setting mm-hmm. something up where you're not quite sure, but you're going to end up laughing every, anyway. And sometimes, Nick, the way I think you set up uh, jokes is um, we, we as the audience might not necessarily be in on the joke, but it's still funny anyway. Do you, is that how you craft things sometimes? Yeah, I think I try to get the audience in on it. <laughs> I no, I, I, um, I don't know. David Cross said something about he. There's some quote. He was really nice to talk about me in an interview he did, and he said uh, the thing I love about Nick Thune is that it doesn't seem like he cares. And there I'm sitting like, well, I really do care. <laughs> but I guess that air of not caring is part of my act that I'm unaware of. It, okay. it, it's no. it's so hard to get there because there, there, by some t- sometimes, and your stuff is very smart, and, and um, but by happenstance, you might end up with a persona yeah. that, that jibes. When, about how far along were you confident that you had hit your, your sweet spot? I, it all happened in one night. In one magical <laughs> night. Yeah, no, because I had I'd been totally under the radar performing at open mics, and somebody asked me to perform at the Improv on a show, which was my first time. And wow! I did. I walked off the stage. the The booker said, "You're a regular." That was great. Wow! And then the next day, that same booker called me and said. Hey, somebody from the HBO Comedy Festival that's in Aspen was there, and they want you to come to the Aspen Comedy Festival. Cut to me Googling Aspen Comedy Festival. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet all the other comedians were going, that is awesome. Oh, yeah, they all loved it. <laughs> well, and know- then I did The Tonight Show twice within a month. Really. Stop it. Yeah. God, you know why, why that is? It's, it's because you're good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes well, the, there's, there's luck and there's timing, um, but none of that beats talent. Well, the problem with today's market and is people are seeing being seen too early and mm-hmm. that was the best advice somebody sure. gave me don't just try and get up at the improv wait till you're invited you're right you're and you don't and some people mm-hmm. they want to cut to the chase and also social media has lent a certain yes. degree of uh, alacrity to get it yeah quickly mm-hmm. and you don't have time to screw up yeah also and, it's turned into a lot of people having sex uh, <laughs> yeah <somebody>. true yes <laughs> grinder yeah <laughs> it's basically twitter and instagram <laughs> You have a whole bunch of stuff that's uh, that's uh, that's in the works, and we're going to ask you about that. But I didn't realize this, and I just watched it the other day. You were in Venom. You were in a scene in Venom. <laughs> yeah, you were you were the bearded guy in, in the bar. Yeah, beardo in the bar, and which is funny because they had a name for me, and I joked with the director, and I was like, uh, "It'd be funny if you call me Beardo at the bar." <laughs> And then I see the movie, and it was like, oh, come on, man. I, now this is on my IMDb. And the beardo in the people bar. People aren't going to take it seriously. But, yeah, I, I, a, a small scene in it. That was really fun. I mean, I... Did you get to meet, too, uh, meet Tom Hardy? Yeah, we were in the scene together. And yeah. the, had a great moment with Tom Hardy, actually, where he, between setups, he was over by these... We were shooting at this horrible bar in San Francisco. I mean, just something that I don't even think it's open anymore, but it was dirty. and right. I had to go to the bathroom, so I walked by, and, and I gave him the same opportunity that I give anybody that's standing outside of a bathroom. I offered if he wanted to come in and watch, <laughs> and he laughed, and uh, and then he said, actually, and then as I walked into the men's room, he said, I wouldn't go in there, mate. It's, like, filthy, yeah. and he's like, if I were you, I'd, I'd go pee in the women's bathroom, and I said, well, I don't want to get, you know, walked in on, and he's like, uh, well, I'll guard the door. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So Tom Hardy is willing to guard women's <laughs> restroom doors so men like me can urinate. Is he intense or is he really likable? Like, like, really likable. Like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I also did a bit with him that I don't know if he ever got where 
uh, that morning I looked up, because I know he loves dogs, and yeah. I looked up, I found a photo of him and his dog, and then just a photo of his dog, and so I made that photo of his dog my wallpaper on my phone, <laughs> <laughs> and like went to go check text, <laughs> and I saw him see it. He didn't notice? Never brought it up. I mean, I, he did some sort of a look and kind of thing. Weird. <laughs> yeah. He's in a movie that I, I, I love called Legend. It's about the Cray brothers. And, yeah. And, oh, and I've it, seen that. It's, yeah. Oh, my God. What a, what a super. Double Tom Hardy. Double Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah. See it twice. You, you enjoy doing the, uh, the acting stuff? I mean, I, I do. Yeah. I, I enjoy it because it's. It makes me feel like I'm an artist or something, you know. More so comedy. than everything else, or, yeah, or, or I, really, I guess because I I take acting pretty seriously in the sense that I don't feel like I should be doing it. So when like I get the opportunity, classes? I try. I got like classes and stuff like that. Sorry to interrupt. Never taken an acting class, but I just did this um, HBO show. Anna Kendrick's. Yeah, with You're Anna in, Kendrick. that's awesome. And that was in, that was like a acting class because. They flew me out to New York on a red eye on a two hour two hours notice. Like you got to be at LAX, and and it was just a chemistry read. To Is this a, read with her an anthology okay. series or? Uh, yeah, it's and, about her relationships in her twenties. And, and so you're in one of the one of the episodes. I'm in three of them. Three of them. Yeah, I'm I'm the longest. I'm one of the biggest uh, relationships that she has. Dude, in that's awesome. What's it called? It's called Love Life. Okay, I don't and see it on her IMDb right now. It's yeah, maybe it hasn't. Uh, well, it doesn't come out yet. Okay. I think it comes out in April or something. Are you listed as Beardo in that as well? Or? <laughs> <laughs> the bar. No, my name is something horrific, though, whatever. I forget. Uh, oh, Magnus. No. Oh, wow. We had her in the studio. Uh, uh, she's she's awesome. Oh, yeah. she's Super great. talented yeah. and, and uh, just seems, like, super cool to work with. Yeah, that, I mean... The first time we read together, I just couldn't believe it. It was like, oh, this is acting. Yeah, right, wow, right. Wow, somebody just acted in front of me. I had no idea. It, it's weird because we, for what you do, you're on stage and you act, it's a little a percentage bigger yeah. than who you are. Yeah. And we've always heard that film acting is actually the opposite of that. Like you're, 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 it's not like a stage, you're, it's those quiet. You're just throwing it away as much as you can, <laughs> which is what I do. And yeah, I, you know, yeah. I try to really not, say much right <laughs> because right everyone's trying to over explain things and it's like well the less you do it's you start to see when when directors and producers eyes get big after you do something and you're like oh i should do that more whatever i just did which was probably not trying very hard i've heard this thing and i don't know who the actors said it but it's it's the it's the pauses between the dialogue that's the acting yeah and it a lot of it's just standing there and looking at somebody because is that uncomfortable? Is that weird? Because we've seen, like, you know, people in the background when they're talking in a movie, they're really not talking. Oh, God, Preston yeah. and I did a scene. <laughs> we, yes, we did a scene. We had we were, uh, It's Always Sunny. There was an episode. Of oh, you did? Oh, cool. And uh, so we're, we're these uh, construction workers on a scene. And so they say, okay, you know, talk in the background and, and Preston and I proceeded to talk. Actually talking. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they come over and they, Like your no, mics no, are on. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no. Idiots. Yeah. Like Stupid. Just move your lips like as if you're talking. Hey, being being a comedian on the set surrounded by people who act professionally for a living, yeah. do you in the back of your mind going, uh, you know, are, are you thinking, oh, you know, they just think I'm the comedian that's here and yeah, you know, and therefore, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Something like that. No, but I mean, for that, I, I worked really hard for that that part, and so you get in there, and you, I, it's funny. Actors and comedians are radically different, and yeah. they they're generally gen, generally very fascinated by me, okay, yeah. because, because they're just like, wow, this guy does this isn't even what he cares about, 
Right. Which I learned this method that I do when I go into auditions because I try not to take auditions too seriously because I'm a comedian, mm. you know. So those are just a little sprinkle on the top of what I'm really doing. So that's like a built-in protective blister. Yeah, and, and I do these. Thi- I do two snaps when I walk into an audition <laughs> where I snap one time because I'm a comic. They can't take that away from me. Right, right. What I yeah, am. yeah. The second thing is, is I'm a dad, and it's like they can't. These are two things that I am. Okay, right. And if I get this acting gig, what a cool bonus to my life. But otherwise, I've got these. So okay. drama and stuff like that is. I mean, I I I, I think it's fascinating because I know people like mm. people who can do comedy. I remember Tom Hanks first pretty much came on the scene yeah, doing punchline, right? Or, right, but in comedy, comedic acting, or at least had the comedic a bosom brother. Yeah, the yeah. comedic buddies skill set. Yeah, bosom brother. But but yeah, essentially that that he was able to do that and then can do drama. Jack Lemon is a great actor who could do comedy. Yeah. really well. I, I think. An ability to do one probably makes you excel at the other. I mean, Robin Williams was a great member yeah. when when Goodwill Hunting came out, and right? Done other things, yeah. But yeah. that was the one where it was like, oh my, whoa, God. yeah, like yeah. real serious dramatic, wow, actor. and yeah. real good, yeah. yeah, yeah, phenomenal and funny. You know, and that's the thing is, um, I think with doing stand up on stage the way that I do it, where I'm playing an air of a character that thinks a certain way, um, acting's the same thing. You just have to fully commit to this. This idea, and I think Robin Williams with that guy, that that's always been an inspiration for me because he really is committed to this thing. It's just commitment and, it, and not questioning it, really. By the way, if you're just jumping in, it's Nick Thune who is here and is playing tonight the World Cafe and World Cafe Live. And the show is called Sad Music, Sad Comedy, and Damien uh, Gerardo yeah. is, uh, is playing with you. So how does this roll out formatically? Are you guys... Are you playing straight ahead music and then doing a music set and then comedy or he's going to perform and then I'm going to perform and then we're going to perform together. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to do my regular stand-up set that okay. I would do anywhere. That's cool, though. Well, you brought, you brought yeah. your guitar in with you. I assume we're going to hear a little bit of music this morning. We had one ready just in case you didn't uh, oh, uh, have. Looks, yeah, you've like got a Gibson. Nice we have too. a Martin. But, yeah. uh, uh, Does that come through? Yeah, yeah. We can hear it just fine. In fact, you know what I'll do? I'll move this over. There you go. Look at that. Even better. Yeah. I, um, we haven't really talked about it, but I don't know if you guys know this. I'm a dad. Yeah. And like most dads, I, you know, I do have a kid, which is kind of the tough part, being a dad. (laughs) Um, she's five, which is what we named him. (laughs) (laughs) She she is a good little boy. (laughs) I come from a long line of dads. A lot of people don't know that. Um, <laughs> unlike Jesus, yeah. really just came from one mom. <laughs> uh, uh, I was born. I'm 40. I turned 40 this year. I was born December 8th, 79. 79, man. December. Yeah, the 70s were crazy <laughs> um, just boobs everywhere right? <laughs> everybody was pooping their pants it was, it was a weird time uh, every nap I woke up from just boobs in my face <laughs> boobs, poops in my pants <laughs> my son um, listens to me though he, he wants to know what I'm talking about Sometimes I'll say something and he'll ask. I, I recently had gotten him some ice cream and I was going to drop him off at his mom's house. And I said, hey, buddy, maybe, you know, don't tell your mom about the ice cream. 
because you know what they say, loose lips sink ships. And he said, what does loose lips sink ships mean? And I said, well, that's a great question. Um, actually, a gentleman took off. He set sail from Europe a long time ago. He was looking for a new world, and he found it. It's America. It's where you were born, son. You're an American. What a lot of people don't know is that another ship took off before that guy. And it would have found America first, except for the captain told his mom about the ice cream and everybody died. <laughs> wow. So, loose lips sink ships. Wow. Are you on Team Dad? <laughs> uh, one tip that I do like to give out. Uh, do you guys, you guys have outgoing voicemail messages, I would assume? Do you do your own or do you let the my phone own. company I do, my do own. the talking? Yeah. yeah, that's good. Is it funny? No, no. that's pretty straight ahead. Yeah. Mine is seemingly... I, I, I get annoyed with people that do funny ones. And, um, I have one that people call and it says, um, Hey, it's Nick. Give me a call back when you get this. <laughs> and they're going to call back in about a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and if you know me, you know that I always get the second call. <laughs> Ready to talk about it. <laughs> Um, enough is enough. That was damn good. <laughs> All right, so I've, I've heard your routine, this part of your routine many times, and I'm always curious about the, the tune that you play on that guitar. Oh, yeah. What is that? Did you write that? Or are you just playing randomly? Is it uh, a specific song? Well, I'm doing The Tonight Show this month um, on the 27th, if you want to tune into that. And so I've, I've got to, like, they actually make you... Uh, like submit the song, but I also have to make it a song that I own. Really? Uh, so, yes, because of right, because of the rights. So this one I've been messing around with is that I'm going to play there. Okay, uh, but yeah, it's, I just like this is the key of C, and I just kind of riff through. You it. just kind of play whatever chords yeah. are kind of coming to you at the time. Yeah. Okay, All right. who's? Uh, I know you're a uh, you're a big Neil Young fan, right? Yeah, yeah. So who's who's your uh, guitar? Uh, Heroes, idol. Right Hero. now, it's Kurt Vile. Oh, I love Kurt. He's from Philly. Yeah, he's, yeah. He is. I think the. I think he is the most original musician putting out music right now. Casey, he was original member of War on Drugs, which is one of your favorite bands. Yeah, yep. and uh, he's a really talented musician. I think he's based in L.A. now, um, but uh, he spent still spends a lot of time in this town. Are you, yeah, his any guitar. chance you're going to see him? I've met him one time. I, God, I would love to. I would love it if he came to my show. I bet. I bet him and Damien are friends. But he, his guitar playing is just otherworldly i mean it's just he picks a lot i kind of it's almost like a modern nick drake or something yeah that has a little bit of i don't know how people can do that and sing at the same time it's got to be just, incredibly yeah. uh, preston was pointing out so uh, uh, you know russian and, and neil peart passing and, and all that yeah. but but you know we were listening to a song the other day and and uh he's pointing and preston points out that getty lee is singing and playing this yeah. rocking bass beat at the same time uh, yeah how does your brain split and do that? Especially on time. Yeah. You know? Like mm-hmm. in, when you're in a band and you're going, it's very odd. I I always feel like I'm off time. And then when I film my specials or something, I have to watch it. And then we sometimes have to cut parts and 
go to another part. And weirdly, I play on time. I don't, I had no idea, but it just wow happens. Well, that's good. So I'm a, I'm a drummer, and they call that independence, uh, yeah. independence of the limbs. You can you can quite literally forget about what your right hand is doing, which I have tried to. It helps me fantasize a little bit more. <laughs> but anyhow, oh, man, yeah, I, uh... drumming that's the hardest. Right? Ricky love that one. <laughs> but, you the, like old, the old sleep method. <laughs> yeah, the stranger. Yeah, uh, and you do that hand. while you're drumming. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the dead fish. Listen, I got three other limbs. They can probably they can pick up the rest of the world. Yeah. Uh, no, but you you have this ability to put things on autopilot yeah. and let them do what they will without being without consciously paying attention to what's going on. It's a right. strange thing, but if you practice at it it's it's a it's a skill that you can acquire well that'll time. be the the out people, when you're it's up for like murder. When you're, it's for instance like you're sleeping with your wife and you're thinking about someone else exactly you can do you both know. those at the same <laughs> yeah. time so yeah, exactly. nick, oh, nick. <laughs> when you uh when you're performing i don't know if you have a preference uh but i'm gonna ask you do you have, prefer getting the laugh right away or when it takes a couple of seconds for the people to actually get the joke because the last one that you just did right here with the with the voicemail, yeah, yeah, I had to think about <laughs> that for a second. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, sometimes it throws me off, but I always like that too because there's kind of a, um, I get an overwhelming feeling that the audience is thinking, oh, that one's even better. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they're hearing other people get it, and so sometimes people don't get it. Then they hear other people start getting it, yeah. and they're like, yeah. wait a second, what was that? <laughs> Explain. What am I missing out on? And then they hit it even later, and it can turn into like a real uh-huh. yeah. weird tiered laugh. Yeah. yeah, I like uh, you did a, uh, it was a sort of Q&A for uh, Uprox. Yes. Right? And uh, you you were asked about, uh, you know, you, you had to choose between Family Guy and South Park, and you said uh, South Park. The difference between Metallica and Creed, which I, and I think both are great, but I know what you're you're saying. You know, South yeah. Park is on, is on a wholly other level. What, what in, also that Seth guy was a jerk to me once. Was oh, really? he? Yeah. Oh man! Really? Yeah. What happened? Go ahead. So Let it fly. silly. It's so silly. But I, I was shooting. Did he mo- squeeze your IV back? <laughs> no. I mean, I've I've liked him. I, I thought yeah. he was really talented and funny. Um, and uh, I was shooting a movie in New York, and one of the actresses called me one night and said, hey, I'm singing karaoke. You should come. Yeah. And, and I brought my buddy Kyle Mooney, who's mm, uh, on SNL. We had him in. He's guy. great, yeah. And uh, we show up, and her friend that she asked what was there with her was Seth. And they weren't an item or anything, but I could tell that he immediately just did not like that. Other guys were there? Two dudes like me and Kyle just walked in, who <laughs> she <laughs> definitely wanted to be there. You were jamming up his, his game. And he just turned into, I don't know, it was just weird. I, ah. I tried to tell him that I liked his stuff to make him feel more confident in himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that didn't work. <laughs> and then he eventually left. And this is the best part, is he left, but he had a car service that was waiting for him outside an SUV. Yeah. And I was outside smoking with the actress, and he just got into a cab, and she's like, where are you going? And he's like, just whatever. And he left, and then he left the car service for her to take her back. Her and I were staying in the same building. And so afterwards, we go out. Like She's like, you can ride back with me. And the guy goes, nope. He said he's not allowed in the car. Oh. Oh. And I was just like, oh. Wow, that's a real dick move. Yeah, and then to the driver, I was like, but I am, right? And he's like, yeah, you can get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you still got to ride? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, Seth care. was probably addicted to him. Yeah. Wow. That's, wow. I didn't that's expect crazy. that. See, that's what happens. Yeah. And stories like that can follow you. That's why it's important to be nice. Yeah, but, yeah. He, you know, I mean, that's a guy that's had a crazy career. He, I mean, nobody really wants to see him on camera, but he keeps showing up in movies. <laughs> um. I do like, I do like. <laughs> you know what? I, he, I know what you're saying. Not yeah. to go off on uh, a uh, yeah, Seth right. tangent, but like he, he was the fat nerdy kid who then got cool later in life and good looking and yeah. and good looking yeah. with yeah. via surgeries and um, updated looks and st- and money and oh. uh, I I think he uh, has a bit of a what sur- when you say surgeries we're talking like prostate probably <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking I more like. One. LASIK, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Wow. Wow. Well, listen, uh, Nick is playing a special show. It's tonight at the World Cafe Live. You can get tickets at worldcafelive.com. It's called Sad Music, Sad Comedy with Damian Gerardo and uh, Nick Thune. So if you get a chance, please go to the show. Yeah. And support our friend uh, Nick, because he's awesome. Dude, it's please good to do. see you. Thanks for coming by. Thank you. You got guys. at least another, I don't know, 45 <laughs> minutes. The bag's going She slow. can turn it up. <laughs> All right. you, you know, I also, because you, your, your arm, you have to have your arm hanging like like uh, Preston's, uh, Preston's pleasuring oh. arm. Yeah, and by yeah. the way, so I want to point this out. Christy from uh, City Hydration, I was it's killing me. Who do people say you look like? Because I have someone in mind. Anybody ever tell you you look like somebody famous? I get Kate Mara sometimes. Yeah! Kate Mara a little bit. I see, That's a good one to look like. I see <laughs> an older Millie Bobby Brown hmm. for some reason. I now. see a younger Rhea Perlman. No, no, Carla. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, but anyhow, uh-huh. she, you, uh, it's been driving me crazy. So, uh... Kate Mara, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Kate Mara, who also looks like Anna Kendrick, I think. A little Anna bit. Anna Kendrick, yeah. yeah. Very nice. Yeah, All right, but does. we thank you for being here and setting them up. By the way, where are you guys located, City Hydration? So we are at uh, 1315 Walnut Street in Center City. Okay. All right. And I think I'm going to try it. And all that good Do stuff you? Too. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right. CityHydration.com. And thank you, Nick Thune. We appreciate thank it. You. It's good to see you. All right, we'll take a break. Yay! Come back in just a moment. Stay with us, friends. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Totally Office Calendar 2020. Shot on location at the Met, Philadelphia. 12 magnificent months featuring the most gorgeous girls and our loveliest listeners. On sale now for just 15 bucks in the MMR Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Order by this Friday to have it in time for the holidays. Or get your hands on a free copy at an upcoming calendar raid while meeting the girls and members of the show. Details at WMMR.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We are set to go in just a little bit. Don't uh, forget that shortly we are going to share a word with you that could be worth $1,000. Got the music going on Fox. We'll do it in a minute. Uh, Preston and Steve, they never stop either. Okay, we found this survey just out yesterday afternoon. It says... Men are more emotional at their work job, at the job, than women. And it's according to a survey done by TotalJobs.com. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite site. <laughs> Total Jobs. Yeah. I, I read this. I read the piece. And, it, and it's not yeah. what you would think. Did you take a look at it, Preston? I did. I did. Uh, emotional. You're, you're thinking crying. Right. And, and, but what it is, no, is guys bad. tend to get angrier yes. and show uh, more of that raw, visceral emotion at work than uh, the other way around, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, so that, I believe that. Yeah, I think so, too. I huh. think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> I tell oh, you what. What do you mean by that? Everybody's trying to stay yeah. so metered right now. Yeah. Can we yeah. all oh, meet yeah. after this for drinks and discuss? Yeah. <laughs> 
No, no, yeah. I, right, I mean, people can't think... Guy, right? I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't. We don't see a lot of emotion here because it it's, says we're thin-skinned. And also, like either when you're getting criticized, or if you don't, your ideas and you know. Well, yeah. What I, what I read is if way. if you if your if your ideas have been overlooked, a man yes. is is more prone to get uh, uh, to be vocal about it. I We've say. learned the secret, though, Preston. What's that? We ignore everyone. Mm. <laughs> That's all you got to do, Mike. Yeah. I was criticized by my boss one time for wearing my emotions on my sleeve, and it was total bull. Crap, and I'm not like that at all, man. No, I, 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 I found it. Uh, I found it weird that I, I you know, I was um, criticized for being emotional. Um, well, that's that's not good. You should be able to, uh, you know, show your emotion. Right. So, Kath, uh, who's the most emotional of, of all the fellas? Ooh. Oh no, Casey. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> Casey, she didn't think very really? long. No, I didn't have to. I, I, what you guys are saying though, I see it in in all of them, and not that you know, Marissa and I don't you know have emotions, but um, right. you definitely see it in the men that we work with. Uh, Casey, I, I think the most probably. Who, who's the one of us that you don't want to get emotional? Um, to get angry. Probably you, because Steve has like a, he has his own little way of getting angry, and then you're like, oh no, here it comes. It's, it usually starts with this. Yeah, that's exactly how it starts. Really? Yep. When you hear that, yeah. when he starts you know, breathing and, heavy and growling, or you'll hear me off in this. And Preston always comments on this. You'll he'll hear me go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh -oh. And then that's now, see, when we see, go, what? The calm angry is usually worse oh, than, like, that's, that's, yeah. what that's what Steve does. He does the calm uh -huh. angry. That's exactly Ooh. right, Alex. Yeah. yeah. Mine is, uh, I'll just go, dude. Yeah. That's usually my indication. That's, I'm not, I'm worried, yeah. but both of us are not happy when we get that way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we see it as, yeah. as character flaws. Preston, it's, it's not the way to be at work. Preston's a lot of cursing. Mm. That's when, oh, when I, I know imagine. Yeah. Of the four guys, Preston scares me the most. Wow. Well, he is a black belt, so uh, yeah, he's probably oh, a black belt. capable yeah, of killing good. you with his bare hands. So. And he's got a booming <laughs> voice. He has a commanding, authoritative voice. Uh. And he seems in charge. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's but, the dad of the show. Right. Yeah, and I'm your Aunt Peg. Your mean Aunt Peg. I will have you all know that Kathy was, was quite upset about something this morning, and... I got that problem fixed for her, so... You did. I'm not criticizing no, I'm you just for... I'm just saying. She Ooh. just... She wanted some loving, and yeah. Casey took care of it. <laughs> I gave it to her. Wow. I gave it to her, guys. Yeah, we have yeah. a pretty open oh, relationship God. here at uh, <laughs> WMMR. By the way, when she to asked her. to have her computer fixed, that's what it means. Right. Oh, is that the code? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He probably used his USB port. Okay. Yeah. That's gross. Never. <laughs> we'll see you next week, kids. All right. Bye. 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 Bye, guys. We'll see you later. Wow, that's funny. All right. Well, uh, Dad says that it is time for this. Here we go. Oh! 93.3 WMMR. Easy money. All right. It is. As the contest says, easy. All right. We have money to give away. There's a special word you need for the hour. And it is the the word is bank b a n k. We have all these money words that we're using for this bank, and you have until eight fifteen a.m. to enter it via text to the special contest short code number four five nine one one. Or of course, you can enter using the MMR mobile app or via the contest page wmmr.com to be entered for a ten thousand dollar grand prize. Now you'll get a call if you're randomly selected in this Beasley nationwide contest. And win a thousand dollars. Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. So again, the word is bank. B-A-N-K. Good luck from Meineke. 
and 93.3 WMMR. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, and it's brought to you by Red Robin. Red Robin Catering has a delicious range of gourmet burgers, wings, sandwiches, wraps, salads, drinks, desserts, and kids' options for your next party. Order today at order.redrobinpa.com. Red Robin Yum. Thank you. So there was a terrifying moment for shoppers at a Tampa, Florida Walmart on Saturday as the store was busy and filled with shoppers. A 37-year-old woman was arrested for allegedly crafting a homemade bomb while in Walmart. Excuse me, where are your fuses? Emily (laughs) Stallard was with a child at the time, according to the deputies who were called to the scene by a quick-thinking security guard. He says he noticed something wasn't quite right. The woman was roaming the aisles for more than an hour. What you doing there? Her behavior was suspicious, and on top of that, she had her uh, son with her. And as she was shopping... The security guard on duty began watching her closely, even alerting office an officer that was in the store at the time. The two men were able to stop the mom just as she was about to light the wick of a candle built in a mason jar with nails no. and denatured alcohol. Jeez. In addition to charges of arson and child endangerment, she was also charged with resisting arrest after deputies say she spit on them while being loaded into the patrol car. So she was trying to light a bomb. That's You nuts. know what? I don't think she's going to be allowed back. No, probably not. Imagine driving down the road, and in the vehicle next to you, you see a child holding up a sign seeking help. Drivers in Sacramento called police when they saw a sign being held up that read, Help me, she's not my mom, help. Was it a joke? Yes! Oh, my God. God. (laughs) Multiple officers responded. The driver was pulled over. An investigation (laughs) revealed the whole thing was a joke. The girl's mother said she had no idea what her daughter was doing while in the back seat. How old was the daughter? I don't know. They didn't indicate in the story. She had to be a little bit older to do something like that. Maybe a a tween or something. I used to do stuff like that all the time when I was a kid. We we used to drive to Florida every year um, from here, from Philadelphia down to Orlando, and we would always hold hold up signs, and I would always joke with my brother, she's not our mother, and I would make him pretend like we were hitchhiking and we'd just gotten somebody's car, and yeah, I would do that stuff all the time. Wow, I did not know that. The The girl's mother said she had no idea. No one was ticketed, but as you can imagine, police were pretty pissed off. Absolutely. Six units were out on this In call. this day and age? Yeah. CHP uh, <laughs> officials posted a photo of the sign on social media where it received thousands of comments. They don't just look and laugh now. No, no. I, in, in, in department stores, when I go shopping with my mother, I'd take her to go shopping. I was in college this time. I would go like to the, the uh, security, and I'd ask them to say, we have a, a lost, lost young man here. <laughs> And call her name, and I'd be there. I'd be there waiting for mom. Funny. All right. So listen, when they uh, when they take your nail clippers at the uh, uh, at the airport through security, you might understand why. Now, a South Jersey woman. This is local. Has been charged with murder what? after police say she stabbed a man multiple times with a nail clipper. Uh, police with the file part of the nail clipper. I don't know what she used on the clipper, but maybe police say Kathleen wow. Ayala of Millville. Stabbed 35-year-old Axel Torres multiple times with a sharp object early Sunday morning. Officials said officers responded to calls of a stabbing victim. When they arrived at the scene, they found Torres unresponsive with a wound 
to his left leg. It must have hit his femoral artery. It had to be. I was thinking the neck when you originally said this. Uh, Torres was taken to the hospital in critical condition on Monday morning. He was pronounced dead at Cooper Hospital. Dear God. Police say that... You always laugh when you hear them, you know... When that when the nail, nail clippers, clippers are on the list. Police said that Ayala and Torres had gotten into a physical altercation inside their shared residence. And Torres left. Investigators say she chased him down huh. and then stabbed him multiple times with the nail clipper. She is charged with murder wow. and remanded to the Cumberland County Jail. Wow. All right, how about this? A man broke into the home of a woman that he was stalking, then stripped naked while the victim's husband held him at gunpoint. Deputy said around 3.15 a.m. Friday, they arrived at the victim's home and found Deron Randall naked in the living room with the resident holding him at gunpoint. Randall fought with deputies, so a taser was used on him, and he was bitten by a canine multiple times before he was taken into custody. I checked it out, officer. She's circumcised. Listen to this nut job. The victims, a married couple, said Randall began making inappropriate comments on the woman's social media accounts several years ago, and since then, she's blocked him. Uh, she's blocked him, but two years ago, he had a stove delivered to the victim's house, and on Thursday. He, tr- he twi- tried twice to break into the victim's home. Deputies said during the most recent incident, the husband heard a sliding glass door break and confronted Randall with a shotgun. So this the guy t- had a stove delivered to them? Yeah. The two men struggled, and the gun went off when the victim used it to hit Randall on the head. The, van- the man then grabbed a pistol and held Randall at gunpoint until authorities arrived. Randall stripped naked and repeatedly mumbled the woman's name while being held at gunpoint. Oh, my God. He's, he's crazy. Uh, Randall stayed still after the victim fired a warning shot into the sofa. Uh, deputies said they found Randall's bike nearby as well as a bottle of soda, chips, and lotion near the master bedroom. By the way, thank you for the stove. Randall was arrested <laughs> on charges of <laughs> aggravated stalking, burglary with battery, lewd and lascivious conduct, and resisting with violence. So this guy had been on their case for years. He's just a stalker. Uh, it's sad it had to get to this point. Yeah, exactly. All right, and then one last story. Let's end with this one. Neighbors say, this is in New Orleans, neighbors say that they've warned the city for months that someone could get hurt if a water leak creating massive holes in their street isn't fixed, and it finally happened. The close call came when a disabled woman in her 70s tipped over in her powered wheelchair, falling into this pothole filled with water. So she went... She went in it. Oh, my God. Like on a jazzy scooter? Uh, yeah, on a, on a mobility scooter, yeah. Neighbors awoke to find her there and called 911. She needed uh, the help of firefighters to get out of the hole and was treated by EMS. Uh, the day after the uh, photo of the incident bag popped. was posted online, contractors poured fresh tar uh, but Beverly Over the hole. <laughs> Jackson, who lives just feet from the construction mess, says that the leak uh, that prompted the digging in the first place hasn't been fixed. She received a $3,000 water bill in 2018 that she is still paying off. Jeez. Her visits to City Hall and the uh, Sewage and Water Board haven't gotten anything fixed or filled, but this woman fell into it. That's God. how big it was. Did you see the local footage, Preston? It was a couple days ago. It was, a, it was an SUV driving down a street and... and uh, Sinkhole. Boom, sinkhole. Yeah, it's crazy. I have another sinkhole story coming up in the next run with the B-File, which we'll do a little bit later on this morning. All right, let's uh, let's take a break, but I want to remind you, you got a couple of minutes left. It's uh, 8.09, so we have until 8.15 uh, do it. for you to enter the word bank for easy money. And you can do it to our short code number, which is 45911. Or, of course, you can also enter it through the MMR mobile app or through the 
uh, contest page at WMMR.com to be entered for a $10,000 grand prize. So get on it. Do it now. The word is bank. Send it over. We are going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Todd Glass is going to be in the studio, and we'll find out what's up with him. Stay with it because he's going to be appearing at Helium, by the way, tomorrow and then through the weekend. Back in just a moment. Stay put. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we're going to do today's lesson question. We're going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home Show, which is going on the 17th and 19th this weekend, Pennsylvania Convention Center. Question this morning. Steve's dad was in the 82nd Airborne and has promised Steve that he'll leave him his entire collection of what? Two one five two six three WMMR. You had to have been listening to see if you know. Steve's dad was in the eighty second Airborne, and has promised to uh, promised Steve that he will leave him his entire collection of what? Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. And while you're calling in, we're going to do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Let's get to the stories. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Liam Hemsworth revealing that his new girlfriend, twenty one year old model Gabriella Brooks, has been a breath of fresh air after his split from Miley Cyrus. Liam says Gabriella does things Miley never wanted to do, like. Shower. <laughs> oh my God. Abby Huntsman announcing on Monday that she will be leaving the view at the end of this week. Huntsman insists she was not fired and this was her decision made by everyone else on the show. <laughs> And finally, Cory Booker says having to drop out of the 2020 Democratic presidential race could have been a lot worse on him were it not for his girlfriend, Rosario Dawson. When I would start to get wound up, Booker says, Rosario would calm me down by gently putting her ass on my face. (laughs) (laughs) All righty then. Let's see if we can uh, find an answer to this question. Steve Dabbs in the A-Second Airborne and has promised to Steve that he will leave him his entire collection of what? And to get an answer, I'm going to go to Brett. Hey, Brett. Hey, uh, this is Brett Jugs Magazine. And there you go. All right, hang on, Brett. We'll get your information. We'll give you a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home Show. It's this weekend, the 17th and the 19th at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. Visit phillyhomeshow.com for tickets. Let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. By the way, before we start with this, uh, keep in mind we have a secret text word. I do want to remind you of that. Tickets to see live Thursday, February 28th, Excite Center Parks Casino. So text word secret 39333 because we'll be getting a winner in just a moment. The Rock and Roll Roll Hall of Fame inductees are in for 2020. And I have the list of them right here for you. I haven't shared with you guys this yet. Uh, But the inductees include Depeche Mode. Oh, Nice. They um, they were incredibly successful, so I I can see this. I, I yes, I didn't appreciate Depeche Mode until well after uh, their prime, and uh, but they if you look back at the history of the, of like tickets sold to concerts and stuff like that. When I first got to WDRE in New York, which preceded DRE down here in Philadelphia, and then I went hundred as the story goes, uh, but uh, they were like they were. A U two level band, you know they they were that big, 
And yeah. uh, the, uh, album after album, I've seen them in concert a number of times. Solid, solid band. Yep. Uh, all right, let me, you know what, I'll go through these quickly. And then Let's we do get, it. Then Let's we do it. Seconds. So the other nominees are... Uh, besides Depeche Mode, the Doobie Brothers, Yay! Whitney Houston, uh-huh. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, so we're gonna go through <laughs> oh, this sorry, quickly, and then we'll uh, then we'll. Uh, Whitney Houston, Nine Inch Nails, Notorious B.I.G. Uh-huh. I know, and T Rex. Okay. Uh, so, and the Ahmed Erdogan Award goes to there are two of them, John yeah. Landau and Irving Azoff. You okay. probably heard those names before, uh, but uh, so yeah. So you got uh, you got Depeche Mode, Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Nine Inch Nails, Notorious B.I.G., and T-Rex all going into huh? uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Of the six perform, uh, performer inductees, Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, and Notorious B.I.G. and T-Rex are first ballot inductees. Both Depeche Mode and Nine Inch Nails are being inducted on their third nominations. Um, yeah, so notorious B.I.G. I dude, I'm listen. The other the, the other artists that? <laughs> that were up for it, and tell me if they if you think they deserve to be in ahead of notorious B.I.G. or not. Pat Benatar, yes. Dave mm-hmm. Matthews Band, yes. Soundgarden, what? And Judas Priest. Come on! So I don't get it. Come on! I, Didn't I, uh, DMB win the fan ballot thing? But. Do we mm. brothers go in over them? I don't understand that. I don't know. I don't understand. I'm the most, sorry, but they had the most votes. Dave Matthews Band had the most votes of that fan ballot, but Doobie Brothers got in. Yeah. How you trump uh, um, Soundgarden for crying out loud? All of them legitimate, and whether you think bad t- Pat Benatar was like pop rock or whatever you might have dismissed it as, that has more legitimacy, I think, than Notorious B.I.G. and even I... Whitney Houston. God bless her. But would you consider that rock? Well, yeah, no, I know. Mean, I didn't consider Donna Summer rock either oh, and, and a bunch of others. But, I, I you know, listen, I, I don't understand the thought process behind it. I mean, if, if you're talking, you know, rock and roll, I don't see much of a connection at all to Notorious B.I.G. It's a completely separate format of music. If you were to ask someone, if you were to just ran it, and not say you're asking because you're judging a, a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame selection, how they would classify the music of Notorious B.I.G., what do you think the response would be? It's going to be rap. Yes. Yeah, but uh, but also, I mean, he's got such a small body of work. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going through his like album history, and he released, they, like, Three albums. The thing that sucks about, I, I think, things like this that happen, and, and listen, it happens every year. We, there's always head scratchers, and specifically ones yeah. that were like, that's not really even rock music. And I understand maybe some of the influence. Fine. That's good, too. But people like Pat Benatar and the members of Judas Priest, um, they could die between now and yeah. next year and never know <laughs> that they made it into the Rock and Roll right, Hall of Fame. Right, right. And I think that's a shame. I think it's a real shame for that very reason. Come on. They're going to get in. They deserve to be in. But, I mean, wouldn't it be nice to have them to be able to accept their own award? They should consider things like that. Let's take care of the the rock folks first. And then if you want to add on Cisco and, uh, you know, uh, the, all that stuff, this... Not that it, in in the realm of pop or just as as music, Whitney Houston, you can't argue with it. And I'm, I'm not particularly a notorious no. B.I.G. fan, but... But whatever. And, and I mean, you know, Whitney, arguably one of the greatest vocalists yes. ever. So in the Grammy Hall of Fame, absolutely. In the General Music Hall of Fame. Agreed. Yep. Mm. All, all that stuff. I agree on that 100%. But, but if you're going to have r- Hall of Fames that are specified 
then then you need to stay within that specification. I What's think. your favorite Whitney Houston rock song? <laughs> give, give me your give me your Whitney Houston song that God, you think really rocks. The, the only one that would even come close, and it's laughable. Yeah, would be "I'm Your Baby Tonight" because it's up tempo and it's got a driving feel to it. Do you guys even know that song? I'm your baby tonight. Yeah. I'm your baby. Yeah. And it's tonight. <laughs> Rocking. Uh, you know, and I couldn't even tell you one notorious B.I.G. song. I just, um, it's not my format of music. I love it when you call me Big Pop. I mean, listen, I like Biggie. I, you know, I thought you were continuing. I thought that was the next line. Yeah. Um, I just disagree with uh this you thought? I mean, I like Biggie was yeah, the next. Yeah, I line. thought he went. I like. I thought you yeah. continuing. Well, it, on. it's not uncommon in rap songs for them to tell you how much they love themselves. This is true. So I, uh, that's disappointing. I think um, <laughs> it's a big stink bomb. Uh, but Bless Doobie you. Brothers, awesome. Yeah, so excited they yeah. made it in. That's, yeah, that is a wonderful thing. They are. They are. Now a, this is Whitney Houston we're listening to right yeah. now, right? This they are a fantastic band. They're overlooked sometimes, uh, but they um, they've written so many great songs. If you go back to even their their early stuff, like Jesus is just all right, yeah. Blackwater. Uh, yeah, of course. And they uh, they're the real deal. They're a super talented band. Huge hit records, really awesome tours. Have morphed through different variations and always remained relevant. Yeah, yeah. So they certainly deserve to get in. So I'm Listen excited. Uh, I am excited to uh, to see that they are inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and of course they'll uh, they'll perform. I would imagine, which would be cool. Yeah, it'd be cool. Uh, Nine Inch Nails, uh, you know, an, an industrial kind of a different form of rock. But um, I used to be heavily into Nine Inch Nails. Were I, you really? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, I, I had like the industrial stuff at the production level. I would use I would use industrial. I would use Nine Inch Nails a lot for production pieces that I was doing. I had, I had actually forgotten about the term industrial until it was mentioned. A couple of days ago, and oh, I, yeah. I forgot what in reference to was it was an artist, and I was like, "Wow, that's right." There was an industrial movement of music for a little while. Nine Inch Nails were the uh, they were on the forefront of it. There, you know, it was Trent Reznor that kind of created that whole sound. And EDM, I don't think would exist without Nine Inch Nails. They used to call things like trance and acid trance and all these different subgenres. Yeah, um, had like a hole to me as well. Oh my, my god. I, I, <laughs> I remember the the first time I heard Head Like a yeah. Hole, I'm like, what is this? It's great. There's an entire Wikipedia page just for the past members of Nine Inch Nails. There are 30 of them. Uh, it's basically Trent Reznor. just Trent yeah, Reznor, yeah. and he's the only one who's been in it since 1988. But look at this, Preston. I'm scrolling down. These are all past members of Nine Inch Nails over the years. No kidding. Yeah, it's crazy. I had no idea. You know who's down at the bottom? Whitney Houston Whitney and is Biggie oh, Smalls. Somebody that. texted this in, and I agree wholeheartedly. They're putting uh, Notorious B.I.G. In the, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is like pay, putting Babe Ruth in the Football Hall of Fame. And Babe Ruth is a great <sighs> athlete. And, but there and can probably be... influenced a lot of people who played football, even though it was a different sport. Yeah, but... But it's a different sport. You know, it, it, there are different... There are... Genres that can be separated from one to the other. Yes, I think D. Yes, D. Snyder music. said it best when he said sport or not a sport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about putting Babe Ruth in, like, the Candy Hall of Fame? That would make a it's little It's a candy bar. That's yeah. legit. Yeah. That's a crossover that works. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever. Uh, we, I feel like we have the same conversation. I know. And I do. Like, I, 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 get, yeah. I get angry about it, and then I realize, I, I don't care. 
It's fine. Whatever you know they want to what? do is fine. Yeah. And then you remember we have a Dunkachino machine in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Thank one. you for that yeah. perspective. But I, but I do care for people like Pat Benatar sure. and Dave Matthews Band and the, the members of Soundgarden. I mean, because it's not, obviously we lost Chris, but there yeah. were you know, three other guys that, could, that uh, could be up there accepting these awards. And Judas Priest, too. Um, so on to the, the non-performers, the Amit Erdogan Award. Uh, so they're going to John Landau and Irving Azoff. And I've, I've heard those names. I know who Irving is. John Landau. Huge. Uh, best known for his work as a music critic, producer, and being Bruce Springsteen's longtime manager. Yeah. Azoff is one of the most powerful executives in the industry and has had a number of high-profile positions, including being the chairman and CEO of Ticketmaster. Uh, and executive chairman of Live Nation Entertainment. He also manages a number of musicians, most notably the Eagles, who he's had since 1974. And I remember when they were inducted into the Hall of Fame, uh, I think it was, or yeah, yeah, it was Don Henley uh, thanked Ir- Irving Azoff, and, you know, the crowd r- responds, and he goes, he may be Satan, but he's our Satan. <laughs> you know, so I think he's, yeah, yeah. he may have a reputation in the industry as being, you know, Working it hard. A mofo, yeah. yeah. But that's what you want on your side. Yeah. You man. know, I, I grew up listening to MMR and, and Nick. I, if you recall, um, how many times you used to hear this segue, this one right here? MMR. Radio station. (laughs) (laughs) Memories, man. But that's that is a a perfect illustration of the absurdity of that's the rockinest song I know from Whitney Houston. Pierre's doing a workforce block of uh, Whitney. B.I.G. Okay. some B.I.G. music. Uh yeah, it's uh it's a little infuriating, I think, but uh we, we have no uh if they we want... have no say in it. Yes, they and can do they... what they want to do. Uh and again, we have the same argument every year. There's not the argument, but we have the same reaction to so many. So it's, I guess we're going to do it every year. Do the votes even count? Do the do the people who are that are the uh, that are the board? You know, like Geeter that was in here yesterday, Jerry Blavitt votes. Yes, for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I doubt he voted for Biggie Smalls. I can't see some of these groups being and and artists being uh, voted for over the other ones. I just don't see it. If you're uh... I still don't understand the fan ballot. Dave Matthews Band won the fan ballot. I don't get it either. Why why bother having the ballot if winning doesn't get you anything? I don't know. Okay. I piss on the hall. (laughs) Oh, Sorry, did I say that? I'd pull my pants down and take a full-blown dump on it. The 35th Annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Induction Ceremony presented by Klipsch Audio will take place Saturday, May 2nd at the Public Auditorium in Cleveland. I'll be broadcast live for the first time on HBO May 2nd uh, at 8 o'clock. Uh, now, I do love watching the ceremony. Uh, I think it's uh, the performances are always really, really cool. And so, I always take something, you know, especially the ones where they, the, the old band gets back together and they play. You know? it, uh, so Maynard James Keenan is going to induct Whitney Houston, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Never forget the first time I heard that music coursing through my body. Unbelievable. Wow. MMR. Rocks. Hey, right now, if you're listening in your car, yeah. Uh, take a picture of the display that says yeah, now yeah, playing yeah, yeah. on MMR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Notorious B.I.G. Hey, this is cool. It's yeah. catchy. It's it's absolutely fine. I, 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 I like this sound. This is cool. Would you call this rock? I don't call it rock. Uh, it reminds me of end of high school and college. Yeah, but it's it's not it's not it. It's closer. I'll tell you this. Having artists t- fill the spot where somebody else should be. I feel it's. I Let's feel it might be closer in at least nature than Whitney Houston, and I love Whitney Houston. All right. Anyhow, I have other stories, but uh, I just can't bring myself to pass them along <laughs> to you right just now. Can't. Uh, we're we're done. We are done for music news. So, uh, secret text for Kathy. Give me a winner number mm, four. All right, call number four two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know that secret text word we sent back to you. We'll come back in a second. Get ready to wrap it up. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show podcast ninety three three WMMR. Everything that rocks. We're about ready to wrap up the program for the day. Not before we get our winner for the secret text for this morning. So I'm going. To the phones, I think we were looking for caller number four, and uh, let's see what we got. We have uh, Nick. Hey, Nick, how you doing? Hey, where'd you get that hat, Kenny? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Give me Thank the word, my man. It is copper. Yes. Yeah. As in throwing copper. Ooh. Nicely Ooh. done, Nick. And so we are going to give you a pair of tickets to see live Thursday, February 20th at the Excite Center, Parks Casino. Hang on just a second, okay, ma'am? All right, thanks a lot. Uh, it's presented by WMMR, 21 and over event. Tickets are sold out to the show. You can visit parkscasino.com to check out other great upcoming concerts and events. So we got you taken care of them, my man. Um, today's been a busy day. It was a lot of fun. We had a couple of guests on the show. I want to thank Todd Glass for coming by here this morning. A lot of fun. Yeah, Todd doesn't start working until tomorrow night. He's got an 8 o'clock show at Helium Comedy Club, and then Friday and Saturday, 7.30 and 10. One of those is sold out. The early show on Saturday? Yeah, early show Saturday, as of that interview, was sold out. I would check the website now just to make sure that... uh... Uh, other shows aren't sold out. And then Sunday, there's a 7 o'clock show, and he'll be performing there. And thank you to Nick Thune, who yes. is here. Nick's awesome, and he'll be performing at the World Cafe Live tonight at 8 o'clock. The show is called Sad Music, Sad Comedy with Damian Gerardo. And tickets are available at worldcafelive.com. And the common thread with those two <laughs> guests yeah. was a, a gal named Christy from City Hydration who was here this morning. And so uh, they do these IV hydration treatments that Todd Glass wanted to do. He'd always wanted to do it. So we set it up and she came in and hooked him up. And Nick was here too. And apparently Todd and Nick saw each other at the airport and Todd told Nick about it. So Nick wanted one. So we gave him one too. And Nick I does it one. fairly frequently. Yeah. 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 He does them regularly. So you can go to cityhydration.com, Pierre, if you want to get that set up. And they'll uh, they'll even come to your house and do it for you, which is okay. pretty cool. But they uh, Nick swears by them. Nick Thune. He was like, yeah. He's like, I feel so much better after I get this done. How long did it take? 
like an hour. Yeah. Something like that. For the whole bag. What's one bag that drips in, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I think they, they were you switching out. You can do more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? okay. It's like 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes it takes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But uh, it was cool. How you doing, man? Good. Uh, great discussion on uh, the Hall of Fame. Uh, and Where do you stand? The, well, um, I agree with all of you. Uh, uh, I have not a single thing against Notorious uh, B.I.G., yeah. nor against... Uh, Whitney, Whitney Houston, Houston. Houston. Yeah, neither do we. Uh, Donna Summer got in a couple of years ago. I actually saw Donna Summer. She's great in concert. Yeah. But um, when you think about those, uh, I think it was Steve who said, those who have waited. Yeah. Uh, and um, I do not understand the math that they use. The, the fan vote is a relatively recent vote. Um, we got but- an explanation of that. The fan vote counts as one vote from the board of voters on the Rock Hall. Okay. So that's why, even though Dave Matthews Band won the fan vote, it only counted as one vote in all the votes that they take. It's a little bit of a bait and switch. Yeah, no, it, it just it gets is. the public involved. Sure. That's, that's it, at least it, it gets the public, you know, finally some access to it. Um, although, you know, the do, you know, if Dave Matthews is still young, right. the Doobie Brothers deserve to be in there. Uh, that uh, and Pat Benatar deserves is a to rock be in there. act. She's yeah. a rock and roll chick, if ever there was one. Absolutely. You know, Judas Priest should be in there. But, you know, um, they tend to also, when it comes to a rock bands, they'll tend to go to the current bands that are giant. Mm-hmm. So they'll put Pearl Jam in. I love Pearl Jam, but Pearl Jam had no business being in before the Moody Blues or before the Doobie Brothers. I'm with you. They'll put in... Um, Green Day. I uh, I worship Green Day. Mm-hmm. Green Day has no business being in, you know, before these bands. Most li- I go immediately to the Moody Blues. Yeah. The Moody Blues fit exactly what you were talking about uh, because Ray Thomas, original founding member, the flute player of that band who did uh, some of those legendary flute parts in those Moody Blues songs, he died. Yeah. Uh, he was told that they would be inducted. But he died six months before, and their fans had campaigned over and over before there was a fan vote. The band should have been in 10 years. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. I'm like, Pat Benatar, you know, nobody's getting any younger. These, you know. I I don't, you know, necessarily mind that they'll put a Green Day or Pearl Jam or a current band of that ilk in. But, you know... those other bands deserved it way before. The mm. other ones, the current ones deserve it too. But it's just absolutely unfair. I broadcast when it first opened. They have a radio studio in there. And Jan Wenner of Rolling Stone magazine walked by and said, would you come in here? And he did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> And he came on with me. And my first question was, so what's the deal with the Moody Blues? Um, and it, it had been five years the thing had been up and running, maybe a little bit yeah. more. Well, and he did this whole dance. Um, and I think quite clearly there's politics. I think there's some sure. kind of prejudice against certain bands <laughs> yep. um, that allow this process to continue. You know, Bon Jovi should have been in many, many years before they were. They finally did. Um, and if you think my acceptance speech was long. <laughs> um, but John John was like, he said, you know, each of the band members spoke. And then he spoke for about another 15 minutes on top of that. He said, I've been waiting to give this speech for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they should have been in. So 
should have is, you know, and again, what Nick said is also, I mean, it's not life-changing. It's no. Not, it's not peace and, and war in the world. And You can go back else. and forth on it. I mean, I guess it's cool that it spurns a conversation. I, you know, I think that there are first ballot Hall of Famers in any sport, you know, or any event. So um, when Derek Jeter re- retired from Major League Baseball, he was a first ballot Hall of Famer for the Baseball Hall of Fame. And so exactly. some bands, like Pearl Jam, in, in my opinion, deserve it as soon as they're up for it. But I totally understand your point. And there are veterans of any act, of any sport, of any genre that have eventually deserve it you know so awards in some respect are silly because they're so objective in the first place Uh, so but it's it makes for a fun conversation and that's what we're doing right now on the plus side uh the pro football hall of fame announced uh their inductees today and i was thinking the same thing harold carmichael no harold carmichael of your philadelphia eagles is going to be inducted so how long ago was he eligible you know probably Mm -hmm. 15 20 years ago and now he gets in he gets in today and he's still alive and he can appreciate it so sometimes these things take time um, but above everything else, whoever, uh, whether it be Casey or Marissa, put together that MMR rocks yeah. uh, is the most brilliant thing I have heard. MMR. that big one uh yeah because i remember back in the day when we played uh i did workforce block of him first time back in 93 i think it was and uh man the phones went off the hook uh as as they went You hear the rock in there? Oh, dude. People are going, Pierre, you are a true player. Um, and um, I remember it. I remember yeah. it well. Uh, he came by. And we, had a, we had a great jam. A lot of smoke in the studio, but it was great. It was blank and great. Yep, yep, yep. So, yep. Oh, all right. That's all I got. All right, man. Well, let's uh, let's get the letter. You got that, right? Sure. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter R as in radio. All right, and we have three letters, two more to go. An overnight stay at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. Dinner for two. Two tickets to see Aaron Lewis. Saturday, May 30th at Ocean's Ovation Hall. And tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster.com. For more information about this and other shows at Ocean Casino Resort, you can visit their new and improved website, which is theoceanac.com. You have to be at least 21 years of age or 21 years old. 21 years of age or older. That's what I'm trying to say. To win that, we'll give that away on Friday. You did fine. Thank you, sir. What's up on today's awesome program? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the program today, we'll have two more chances for 1000 bucks. Easy money at 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Jackson, again, two more at 4 and 6 p.m. Uh, I will have more tickets for Sting coming to the Met and more tickets for the MMRBQ. Plus, we've got a birthday to celebrate. Uh, Leonard Skinner, original lead singer Ronnie Van Zant, would be celebrating a birthday today. So we got a block of Leonard Skinner. And um, you guys announced on Monday the MMRBQ lineup, which was great, one of which is Sublime. And we will speak with Rome Ramirez. He's going to call in today, and we will do a workforce block of Sublime uh, in the noon to one thirty time at some point okay. uh, and have a conversation with Rome Ramirez. Sublime, nice. I'm really excited that they are on the bill this year. Yeah, this should be a fun show. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. More bands, I think, than ever. Nine bands. Uh, yeah, uh, something for everybody. Yep. All right, uh, I want to thank our sponsors, President Steve Show Roger. Today by Acme Fresh Notorious Food. Notorious B.I.G. is on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we just added him. Sorry. Oh, wow. 
Uh, he's been dead for years. That's really wild how we're able to pull <laughs> that off. Is he dead? Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors. <laughs> what about Daryl Carmichael? The official yeah. supermarket of the Preston Steve Show. Also brought to you by Wawa. Gotta have a Wawa. And also Fred Beans. In 2020, their vision has never been clearer. See for yourself how Fred Beans does used better at FredBeansUsedCom. Tomorrow on the program, Lou Diamond Phillips. Hey! Wow. I watch the show. He's great. Uh, So we'll have him and many other things. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Let's forget about the wristband. Next message. Guess what day it is? Hope day. Next message. Casey, I am so, so sorry that this happened to you. But please go back to the store because Savage Kathy is awesome. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack! Sell them for less.